From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to the Dr. Robert X Forum by way of Truth to Power. My name is Beverly D. And I apologize for being a little late. I just got in. So we're going to get started here. Dr. Robert X, are you there? Yes, I am. Hotel Sister Bev, Hotel Family. No Hotel. apologies necessary, Bev. <laughs> I made it. You're, I was a few minutes late, you, but I made it. <laughs> you were right on time, Bev. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. So I got to ask you, though. To... Yes. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask me. Mm-mm. Go ahead. I was, I was just getting ready to say, so we're going to get into uh, the metaphysics of alchemy tonight? Yes. We're, just, we're continuing? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um. But even before we go there, Bab, I, I do have one little mm-hmm. small thing I have to put out there. Okay. And that's that's the situation with which we kind of focused on in an indirect way last night. Okay. With a major player in the Barack Obama's administration, Tina Chin. Yeah. Okay. Who was subsequently brought in to oversee the reconstruction of the Southern Poverty Law Center. And as we pointed out last night, she was also the person sent by the Obamas to talk to the state's attorney here in Chicago and uh, to have her to manipulate uh, the, the, little, the homosexual. Uh, the little juicy homosexual uh, who said that he was beaten up by two white guys with ski masks on uh, in 20 below uh, zero temperatures as he went to get 
uh, a foot long. Uh, I'm sure everybody heard today that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, after we point out that Obama sent his people to manipulate that case today, out of nowhere, with the state's attorney forced to recuse herself from the case, her office drops the case. And really? I see. I haven't. I've been running all day. I haven't looked at no TV. They dropped the case. They dropped the case, Bev, for no reason given, none wow. whatsoever. Exactly. Uh, out of all that hell that they raised, and that points to further manipulation of this thing, mm-hmm. as we said last night. If this thing was allowed to go its normal course of action, and he's brought into the courtroom people are going to find out that other people were involved with this thing. And that's why they shut yeah. it down. Uh, Rahm Emanuel and his Negro police chief gave a press conference today and they appeared to be uh, pissed off about the whole thing. I mean, I was kind of surprised. I don't trust Rahm Emanuel, not one I older. Uh, so he could have been playing possum for sure. But uh, they gave the impression that they weren't happy at all about what happened today. They said he should pay for his crime. So how the hell does he just get off and walk? Wow. Exactly. These states are still working. Absolutely. And as as I said last night, it will continue to function until some people go to jail. And after I got off with you last night mm-hmm. and the little things that I heard today, uh, some people are going to jail. Okay. And it's uh, because, any, go ahead. Any other, any other major players that's going to be going to jail? Um, we do know that Peter Stroke is going. Uh, he's definitely going. Okay? One, because of his arrogance. But a lot of it is going to depend on who turns state evidence. It's, as I said last night, the most important part of all of this is their testimonies uh, before the House Intelligence Committee. Okay? They can't get out from under their own testimonies where they pointed out clearly, more than one of them, that there was no evidence to start any kind of investigation at all. Okay? And that was Peter Stokes' girlfriend, who was one of them. And the other one was the number one or the the head Justice Department lawyer. Uh, whose name is escaping me right now. But those two people alone, their testimonies alone, uh, is enough to put some people in jail because they laid it out there. And the other person was the head of counterintelligence, whose name is escaping me. Uh, he turned, he's the first person to turn before anything else came out. Uh, and if I had to uh, guess one more, 
And all these are high-ranking Justice Department and FBI officials. The other one would be Bruce Orr. Uh, He'll turn state's evidence because they're coming at his wife, who's also very arrogant, okay, who worked for Fusion GPS, and she was a Russian specialist when she worked for the CIA. So did you say did you say Comey? No, I didn't mention him. Uh no, he's gonna be one of the ones that they put in jail because again, his arrogance. Mm. See the people who are the most arrogant, they're going to jail. That would be Comey. All right. Now, I thought it was interesting as well that everywhere I turned and heard anything about the whole thing. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, everybody was pointing a finger at Obama. Everywhere really? I went. That, yes. That's that's interesting. I haven't seen that before. Exactly. Uh, but even, uh, I think it was Brennan, even he pointed out that he was under orders from Obama to do what he did. Mm. And that's what you said yesterday. Exactly. Uh, so we alluded to the Smolik thing yesterday, Tina Chin, and Obama. And those mm. two things were the highlights of what I saw today. And like you, um, what I saw was limited, but it was eye-opening in both cases. So... Uh, I'm just going to tell everybody to stay tuned because everything is turning out just like we said. Mind blowing. And, yeah. and the other the other thing I want the family to look for, um, Julian Assange, as I mentioned last night, he's the wild card because they're trying to use him and connect him with Russia to say that that's how uh, Podesta's emails were hacked. Okay? And that Russia supposedly gave them to Julian Assange to put online. Uh, Disregard the fact that they don't have not one piece of evidence. That's why they're trying to get Roger Stone and that's why they tried to get Jerome Corsi. They were trying to say that they were directly connected to Julian Assange and WikiLeaks, and they weren't. But if they were able to do that, now they can say uh, that it was WikiLeaks by way of Russia who was attempting to collaborate with Trump to give him the dirt on Hillary Clinton. But again, all that falls apart when Julian Assange exposes one little piece, just the the piece with Seth Rich. He ain't got to dispose anything else in terms of his sources. Seth Rich is dead. So from where I sit, he would be doing Seth Rich justice if he just exposed just that one. The whole thing comes crashing down around them at that point. They don't have a leg to stand on. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Julian Assange, 
But if I was him and I'm walking around in that embassy in London, uh, I would make sure that all the curtains are drawn. And if they weren't, I wouldn't go anywhere near the window. And he got to watch his food. Oh, no question about it. So he becomes the most important character, not Trump, not Putin, not anybody else. Julian Assange is now the most important character. And no one has pointed this out, at least anywhere that I've been today. So I'm telling you ahead of everybody else, family, he becomes the most important person in all of this. Because if he's dead, now they can point the finger uh, at Russia. All right? And they'll try to disregard anybody else that he's working with. Or they'll kill them, too. But what about the guy that Obama had that set up the uh, Internet security? Remember the dad and the son, and they were spies? Yeah. Yeah. they're really just on the sideline. Okay. Well, because all they have to say is we all we did was we went and, and perused the situation and that's what we found. So they're they really they can't be held accountable for anything. Okay? Because they didn't steal anything or take anything. Uh they were just ordered to do what they do, but I'm telling you, it's Julian Assange. That's why they keep bringing up WikiLeaks. You see? If WikiLeaks ain't there, how does Russia get the information? How does they get, how do they get the information to the Trump campaign if WikiLeaks ain't in the mix? They haven't shown any connections between Russia and Trump. So that's the thing that they they keep throwing. And I noticed that all of the people, the Democrats that I heard on the little talking head shows on Sunday, all of them mentioned WikiLeaks. So that's the key. And I feel like they're going to try to kill Julian Assange. That's why I'm bringing that up now. After mentioning Obama uh, and one of his aides and and, uh, the little homosexual last night and have them both explode today is kind of interesting. No way in a thousand years would I have thought that those two things would coalesce today into the major news stories. I figured it would still be on Trump. But uh, it's just interesting, interesting stuff going on, Beth. So I just tell the family to strap yourselves in because it's like we said at the beginning of the year. It's going to be uninterrupted turmoil. Mm. And we just getting Uh, started. Well, yeah, we're only in the beginning of the year, and there's a lot going on already. Uh, the first quarter, Bear, this is the first quarter, the first three months, uh, and you're absolutely correct. This is the beginning of the year. All right? March is the beginning. So uh, 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens around Easter. Okay, now I don't even know what date that's on. I know All it's right? in April, somewhere yeah. around April and the twentieth. Exactly. Think, somewhere for it. Okay, well now, that would give us like. Asking, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Someone is asking: Does Hillary doesn't Hillary have all the backdoor keys uh, for all the computer networks? I don't care what she got. Okay, here's the deal with Assange. Assange works through a team of people, so they got backup stuff to backup stuff to backup stuff. Okay. Once the stuff has been downloaded, and you know after all this time, uh, I guarantee you they probably got a dozen thumb drives somewhere with all the information on it. Mm-hmm. So it's way too late. She can have all the keys she wants. Everywhere mm-hmm. I went today, uh, the two people that were constantly being pointed to is Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I told the family last night, no, Barack Obama will not go to jail, but he'll go down in history because he, I believe he's going to have to testify before the Senate. Okay. So he could very well be impeached in absentia. Now, I don't know if that's possible, if it's ever been done. I know it's never been done. Mm-hmm. But I would think that there would have to be some rules or guidelines that would impeach him, even though he's out of office. Well, what about the treason part? I mean, they were performing a coup to overthrow the government. Yeah, but he's the president. They don't lock up their president. Okay. That's an unwritten rule. Uh, Secretary of State, they lock their ass up. Vice president, you can go to jail. But the president, no. Remember, Nixon was impeached. And he resigned. But he didn't go to jail. Right. And why did he resign? Because he didn't want to testify before the Senate. Okay? I think the same scenario can take place with the only difference being Obama is already out of office, but that doesn't absolve him of the the criminal behavior that he engaged in. And you don't get no more criminal uh, in terms of government than attempting to overthrow a duly elected government. The only thing above that is assassinating that person. So they didn't kill him, but we know that they tried several times. Oh, yeah. So that's what I see happening. Uh, and and here's, the, here's the important thing. See, if there was any level of contrition on the part of these people, it wouldn't be that bad. But we're in an alchemical age. That's why we're dealing with that now. Okay? Many of the family probably won't see this until later. 
but we're in a, uh, an alchemical phase. They're trying to change males into females and females into males. In alchemy, that's called the great work, transmutation. They refer to it as transhumanism. This is their agenda. Okay? So that's really the, the nuts and bolts of it. Okay? Um, the metaphysics of alchemy, the spiritual essence of alchemy is real. Because alchemy uh, in itself, even though it still deals with the physical, there's a spiritual component to it as well. And it's defined in the precious metals as well as earth, wind, fire, and water. Okay? It's also embodied in the unity of male and female. That would be reflected in the Baphomet. Okay? Again, pointing to connections in this day and time with alchemy. This is where they're going. And they're clear that they will have enough uh, new people. I'm talking about the LGBT folks because they ain't got enough now. But had they been given uh, another, let's say to 2030 or close to 2030, uh, I would say for those children born between now and 2030, over 60, perhaps 70% of them would have been LGBT. All right? I want the family to understand this. It has nothing to do with the parents, everything to do with the level of chemicals, chemistry, that's in almost everything uh, from the uh, transmuted seed base that we know as GMO to the manipulation of the chemicals in the plastics called patholates that attack the hormonal structure, turn turning estrogen. Uh, into testosterone and testosterone into estrogen. This is chemistry. Okay? So they look at this as their great work. And that's how I view the relationship between what's going on now in society uh, and the whole metaphysical environment that all of this is taking place in. They are not disconnected. They are definitely connected. And, you know, it's been a minute, so I don't even know where we left off uh, at the last setting dealing with alchemy and metaphysics. So what I'll do is I'll just give a, a brief definition of alchemy, okay? Okay. And, and this is from uh, the website. Alchemy Realm 
alchemyrealm.com. The title of the article is Alchemy, the Transformation of Substance. And here's what they say. The family will find this interesting. While metaphysics refers to the study of multidimensional energies, forces, and substances, alchemy refers to the use of this knowledge and certain practices designed to transform these energies, forces, and substances to achieve a certain goal. Okay, now if that don't describe what's going on today, I don't know what does. Again, this is the marriage between metaphysics and alchemy. They say metaphysics and alchemy go hand in hand. As to study metaphysics, you need to begin alchemical processes to awaken your senses to multidimensional phenomena and to succeed in alchemical transformation you require some metaphysical understanding. Now, I know intuitively that metaphysics and alchemy is connected, but it's it's a rare circumstance that you'll see it explained in such a very easy-to-understand manner how they both intersect each other. Okay? So if it's true that we're in metaphysical time, and for me, there's no question about that. It also should be true that we're in a phase of transformation based on alchemy. And I don't think if people understand the whole LGBT move, which is why I keep focusing on it, that that's what uh, that represents. It's real. But there's another phase to this, Sister Bear family, that I believe that the Internet, okay, and the technocrats in terms of their technology, uh, they're using that to, in fact, prevent alchemical or metaphysical processes from taking place by basically attacking the consciousness of the people particularly using the internet and social media. Okay. And they've already admitted that. Okay. Wow. This is going to get really, really interesting here as we go along because I've seen things in here. I'm sure the family will too in the research. And I've done a lot of it. I, when I tell you a lot, I didn't use any of the information that that we used before, Bev, a few years ago, maybe a couple of years ago. I've got all new, okay. different information on this stuff. And okay. it's because, as I said before, this subject is so vast <clears throat> that it can go into a whole lot of different directions, mathematics, Kabbalah, uh, sacred geometry, you name it. Uh, it's all in there. Okay? But the thing that we want to try to get the family to understand uh, is that they're using technology to, to basically capture the consciousness of the people. Yeah, family, we are talking psychology. 
All right. It's in here. Let's go here. The alchemy of time and consciousness. The alchemy of time and consciousness. This is from crystallinks.com. Okay. Here's what they say. Those of us who those of us who quest for truth through the alchemy of time and consciousness are the modern day alchemists. Part of this alchemical experience links with seeing double digits such as 1111 which triggered this change in our DNA cellular coding. 11 is the double helix activation of DNA. It's the evolution of consciousness. Now, why do I know that? Why do I affirm that? Because I've mentioned this, I've given lectures on this 1111 and my personal experiences with it, okay? And I've had uh, consciousness-raising experiences that go right along with it. And I think I re- I mentioned it before, but I'm mentioning it again because it's relevant. I had no clue about 1111 until one of the callers years ago on Truth to Power mentioned it to me. And I began to do the research on it, and it literally blew me away to the point that almost everything I did, everywhere I, I went, and it wasn't just me. Uh, many times there were other people with me, okay, where 1111 was popping up all over the place. I mean everywhere, okay? Uh, and you would have to be a part of it to understand it. Me and my girl at that time, she was like my uh, my companion. Uh, she was with me a great deal of the time. So she could attest to this. It got so deep that even if I was making a duplicate copy of a DVD, normally the time would be six, seven, eight minutes to make a copy. Well, just so happened that one day I'm doing a copy and up pop 11.11 at the conclusion of the copying of the DVD in the copier. Okay, and I took a uh, a picture of it to show the members of the family at one of the forums. And as I mentioned this stuff to other people, then they begin to see it. They begin to tune into these frequencies. Their consciousness begin to be raised. So that's when I really knew that this this stuff is otherworldly other dimension oriented and they say it's an evolution of the consciousness based based upon the activation of certain aspects of your DNA I wouldn't go into what happened in Detroit when I went there on 11-11 because I've already talked about that just too much I don't even like to talk about it anymore (laughs) because sometimes the stuff sounds like it's unreal Man, I know you making this stuff up. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> the, the good thing, Sister Bear, 
is there were always people with me. Yeah. I have to say this one, though, Bear. I'm giving mm-hmm. a lecture in this huge room uh, 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 where, um, oh, man, see, I'm really going to, some people going to be mad at me because I can't remember the brother's name uh, who died a very untimely death, but uh, he was at the very top of his craft in hip hop. Okay. And they had a huge picture of him on the wall. And uh, man, the room was packed. I mean, it was, this was a nice sized place. Uh, Anyway, I'm giving a lecture on Tupac. And I'm showing his relationship to 1111. Okay. And when you know it, Bev, mm-hmm. what the time that we finished, you know, I don't wear watches because I don't adhere to this time. And there was no clocks anywhere on the walls in this place. Do you know we finished exactly at 1111? <clears throat> I remember that. You're talking about when you was in Detroit, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And when the people, re- and I just got through talking about it. And when the people realized it, okay, I asked what time was it, and the audience said 11-11. You can imagine how they felt as I just got through talking about the metaphysics of this stuff. Yeah. So that's just one instance. Okay. There's so many that we don't have the time to deal with all of them. And it's like I said, some of them are otherworldly. So let's go on with this article. They say, ancient alchemists search for the philosopher's stone and the water of life. The Philosopher's Stone, uh, originally, the stone was believed to be the chemical that changed base metals into silver or gold. Often, it was termed the power of projection. Often, it was termed the power of projection. We are projected illusion in a virtual reality program. And that's what happens with the 1111. 1111 is really mirroring each other. Okay? And it's the one number other than 0000. It's the one number that on reflection doesn't change. If you hold 12 up in front of a mirror, you'll get 21. Okay? Well, it, well, let me, I shouldn't say that. Uh, only the double numbers, 11, 11, uh, 99, 66, 55. But I'm not quite sure if those numbers, I think they'll turn around. You follow what I'm saying? Right. So uh, those numbers change, but 11, 11 is the one number that doesn't. If you hold up a nine, it'll remain a nine, but as opposed to having the, the hump, on the left side, it'll have the hump on the right side. Mm-hmm. Where 1111 doesn't do that, it stays the same. And of course, uh, 
those 11s are depictions of doorways. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Port- that's also Port- relevant. Yes, portals. That is correct. And that's also relevant in Yachim and Bowles, pillars in Freemasonry. All right? Or a left brain, right brain. So one represents the feminine, one represents the masculine. So, again, you can see uh, the many facets of this thing and how it points to uh, change, which is what alchemy is really all about. They go on in this article to say, alchemists sought the knowledge of creation through the sciences of chemistry and metallurgy. These alchemists sought uh, the uh, wisdom of the mystery school teachings handed down from Isis and Toth, uh, whose knowledge of creation by sacred geometry was a code through which all is created. They say alchemists were also magicians. Okay. Uh, So magic, which is connected to today's technology, is indistinguishable from alchemy. And, as you might expect, family, we'll get into this later on down the road, witchcraft is also an alchemical product. Okay. Um, They go on here to say, and I must add this before I go any further. Notice uh, the two metals that seem to be mentioned more, more often than any other metals in alchemy. And that would be gold and silver, which are two of the primary metals (laughs) Uh, traded in terms of value today. Thousands of years later. And as I understand it, again, I don't have that information right in front of me, but either the Japanese or the Chinese, I think it was the Chinese, this was announced maybe a month ago, that they have in fact uh figured out a way to manufacture gold. Uh, we'll get to that later on down the road. So they say here, gold is a metaphor for the alchemy of consciousness through time. It's linked with blood, bloodline, creation, and the flow of the continuum or collective unconsciousness. Let me read that again. It's linked with blood. Bloodlines, creation, and the flow of the continuum or collective unconsciousness. They say the Sumerian uh, creational story is about gods who came to earth in search of a goal to sustain their life. Gods who will return every 3,600 years. 
These are the metaphors for creational geometry as they all follow the same encoded blueprint. And of course, uh, as I stated, I think uh, at the last setting for alchemy, or even yesterday, don't quite remember the context, but the book of Revelation is really talking about the procession of the equinoxes. Certain things transpiring every uh, so many number of years. Okay? And, and this is fascinating to me because Sunday I was talking about some of this in terms of Supernova 1987A and what the scientists called at first the hourglass nebula having to do with time because that's what an hourglass represents. That was the original name. And then as it changed, it became the eye of God in the cosmos. Okay? Which we, I think, correctly pointed out that it's the eye of Haru that plays into the opening of the pineal gland, which is why since 1987, specifically, they have been uh, spraying metals and things of that nature into the atmosphere to block out the rays of the sun to prevent the particles from Super 97A that interact with the sun from showering this planet and allowing for the opening of the third eye, which the Christians call the second coming. All right? So I see parallels in a lot of things that's going on off the planet that reflect things that are going on on the planet, both natural and man-made. All of that, Sister Bear, family, fits within the paradigm of Trump being the Antichrist and them ushering in the Baphomet as the new God, because all of these things have been written about in various uh, belief systems, okay, where certain markers uh, or, or certain things are supposed to happen that uh, facilitate other things happening afterwards. So that's what I view, and that's how I view what's going on now with Trump representing the forces of the Antichrist. And so no matter what they try to do to that guy, they're not going to be successful. And this is what we see at every turn. That's why I mentioned all the people who've all bit the dust. We ain't talking about regular people. We talking about heads of state. All bit the dust. And there's no way that that can be a coincidence. So, again, I have to put those things in there because I think that all of this is connected. Okay? Now, they go on there to say, the seed of gold or seed of life was to be extracted to form the stone. 
it was known as the soul of the world and the spirit of truth to be comprehended only with the aid of the Holy Ghost. Now they're going to get all Christian-y on me. (laughs) They say the philosopher's stone was thought to signify the force behind the evolution of life and the universal binding power which unites minds and souls in a human oneness. It represented the purity and sanctity of the highest realm of pure thought and altruistic existence. The philosopher's stone, the sword in the, st- in the stone, the emerald tablets are all the same metaphors which contain the knowledge of creation, a symbol that represents the final outcome of man's inner transformation of the conversion of the base metal of his outer character to the golden properties of his inner self through the alchemy of time and consciousness. And I thought that that was extremely deep. Cause yeah. Well, just uh, right. Can you break that down a little bit? Cause that, that, that. Was... Okay. Okay. Let me go back and just deal with this last little paragraph. The okay. philosopher's stone the sword and the stone, the emerald tablets are all the same. They're metaphors which contain the knowledge of creation. Well, what are they saying? They're saying that there appears to be a magical process by which thoughts, consciousness. Remember when I talked about a man and a woman, uh, a man and their significant other, um, Engaging in sexual intercourse, spiritually yoked, that man will know when that woman is pregnant. Doesn't matter how many times they have intercourse with each other, he'll know and she'll know because that time when pregnancy takes place is totally different. Yeah. Okay. The philosopher's stone is the raising of consciousness, okay, which will allow for this kind of understanding to take place. They say it's a metaphor, just like the Emerald Tablets. So to create the Philosopher's Stone is really about raising your consciousness to a certain level, okay? And that changes your genetic makeup period, okay? So in a, in a sense, it is magical, okay? So they say it's a symbol that represents the final outcomes of man's inner transformation. The acquisition of knowledge, particularly of, the, of uh, alchemy, is going to automatically transform you once you understand that you can access other levels of consciousness beyond earth, wind, fire, and water. You can access the ether, okay, the fifth element. As we go along uh, and the family increases their understanding based on the stuff we're going to put on the table, 
you will be able to understand it. You'll be able to see it. That's why they mentioned 1111 earlier. Because it was not a part of my paradigm until somebody wired me up to it through truth to power. And so it became a part of my consciousness. And my consciousness was elevated because of that phone call. Had they not called in and put it in my consciousness, uh, I can't say it never would have happened. But I can say before that, it didn't happen. So I hope that kind of explains what they're talking about here. Okay? And again, I stopped wearing watches. <laughs> it's really, really, it's really mind-blowing. Because time ceased to be a functioning part of my reality. Even though I adhere to it because I got to be at certain places at certain times. I'll give it that. Because that's the environment that I'm in. But I no longer view time as a part of when I have to do something. Okay, outside of respecting, you know, other people's reality. People. Right. Okay. And 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 I think this is what uh, uh, Pastor Beverly Randolph was uh, talking about when he was into his sex magic. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely correct, Bev, because he talked about the spiritual nature of the union between male and female and how they could literally lead their bodies in unison mm-hmm. Yeah, through sex. Okay, you know they had to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned him, Bev, because I made a, a couple of copies, uh, and I have made copies of, of that brother, and took him to the uh, event Sunday. Okay. So, again, there's no accident that you would mention him. Uh, but what they're talking about is the importance of consciousness. And the scientists today understand it because all you hear them talking about is being able to download people's consciousness into computers now. I mean, it's everywhere. And they've been really on that, I would say, for the last 20 years, that's been like their major focus, all right, Uh, to produce a conscious AI. But first they have to identify what is consciousness. And uh, is there a distinction between consciousness and the soul? And of course, there's this this group of people who refer to themselves as the, as the conscious community. And I always say, if you're conscious, there's a certain behavior that come with it. Okay, that's alchemy. There's a certain psychology that come with consciousness that will, in fact, dictate your behavior. And so if your behavior don't change with your uh, level of consciousness, then are you really conscious? Another very important component to consciousness 
is imagination. And again, I remember, yes, I remember years ago, Bear, when we first did this, uh, and one of the family, I forget exactly who who it was, but they were just ecstatic about the importance of the imagination, particularly with the young people. And I remember having that conversation. Well, let's go here. True imagination in alchemy. Okay? True imagination in alchemy. And this is from the Rosicrucian Digest. Let me see here. This is from the Rosicrucian Digest. Uh, volume one for 2018. Okay. And here's what they say in here. They, they begin by basically talking about consciousness is often overlooked and taken for granted. All right. But it shouldn't be because people back then, back in those days, they didn't take it for granted what people do today. And that's why I mentioned uh, a moment ago about people referring to themselves as being conscious and yet exhibited very strange behavior, anything but conscious. Okay? Because that means you, you, you supposedly have tamed the ego. You got the ego in check. You see? And there's a level of humility that come with it too. Because you begin to put things in perspective in terms of what's valuable and what's not. You choose the spiritual over the material. That's alchemy at its foundation. They say here, there's a riddle from the Middle Ages that describes the true nature of the first matter, a mysterious etheric substance that is the source of all transformation. Now, just that piece right there, Bear, let me read that again. There's a riddle from the Middle Ages that describes the true nature of the first matter, a mysterious etheric, meaning it comes from the ether, Okay, etheric substance that is the source of all transformation. Well, what are they saying? They're saying if you can access stereogram, the fifth element, the ether, the domain of the goddess niece, that is the source of all transformation. If you can access that realm, in quantum physics, that's called the zero point. Okay? The point at which everything began. When male and female unite in intercourse, uh, that the birth of that child is a conscious effort. Comes from the ether. But you so busy 
because you don't realize where it's coming from. You thinking it's coming from penis. But you you too busy getting busy. You don't you you ain't figuring out that it's coming from the ether. Yeah. Okay. Now, they say the key to life and death is everywhere. It's before everybody's eyes. No one lives without it. Everyone has used it. The poor possess more of it than the rich. Children play with it in the streets. It's the only thing from which the philosopher's stone can be prepared. And without it, no noble metal can ever be created. The riddle tells us this secret power is in plain sight. But it's most obvious where we live, in our own minds. It's the consciousness, the imagination. The children play with it. And the humble poor people use it more than snobbish rich people. Because poor people have to always think about, what if I had this? Rich people don't have to think about any of that. You see? So they're talking about your imagination. They say, the uneducated lower class prizes it. But the educated believe it's in an idle waste of time. Yet, this hidden ability is the only path to real wisdom. Accessing your imagination, which will allow for you through questioning yourself. That's Alice in Wonderland, family. Okay? That's Alice in Wonderland. She had to access her imagination before she raised her consciousness level. Okay? Because consciousness is the switch that turns on the power of imagination. It's like the, the thing you want most from children, Alice in Wonderland, is questions. Now, I know sometimes they drive you crazy, okay? Because when their consciousness is evolving based on their imagination, they're going to ask you questions about any and everything. And if you're paying attention, you can literally see the growth in your children because their questions change every so often, every couple of years as they're younger. And as they get older, the questions become less and less because now their consciousness is taking shape and form, okay? Uh, they become uh, nothing more than products before our eyes of alchemy. You can literally see them change based on so, that acquisition of knowledge. Go ahead, Beth. So is consciousness and thought the same thing? Let's say thought. Let me say 
Wow, that's a that's a good question. I'm not sure if there's any difference between where there has to be difference. Because thought just is. Okay? It's everything. I think consciousness is directional thought. It's thought with direction. Because as young children are growing, they are conscious, but they don't have, and they think all the time. That's why they ask questions all the time. But they don't have the direction because their consciousness is just developing. But thought, that's always there with them. So that's how I would characterize the difference between the two. And is, is that how... Is that how you can create with the thought, with the consciousness added to the thought? Is that what takes yes. you to the next level? Yeah, be- okay. yeah, because now you have direction. And the create the create the creative process is much more acute as your consciousness raises or as you get older. Your creativity uh becomes greater. All right. Is is that understandable? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Now, because it's quite interesting. I didn't know this was coming up next, but this is interesting. They say here, how you answer the riddle has a lot to do with your concept of reality, your fantasies, your thoughts. Your soul, matter, is that real? Everything we perceive is part of the same one thing. Primal light is reflected in each person's consciousness in the light of imagination. And I kept noticing how they tended to continue to attempt to pair consciousness and imagination together, even though they're separate. Okay. So they say primal light is reflected in each person's consciousness in the light of imagination. Now here's one of them questions, family, from that the young people, the kids ask. My 10 year old nephew described imagination that's a 10-year-old. He described imagination as walking around inside your mind. That sounds exactly like something that a 10-year-old would say. Okay? Because he knows that uh, imagination is with him all the time. He can't quite define what it is, but he knows it's there and it's in his mind. So everywhere he goes, it goes with him. And that's because his consciousness is it hasn't developed yet. That's going to require much more light or knowledge. Okay. And then he can say, uh, uh, 
my 10-year-old nephew described a conscious imagination as walking around inside your head with a definite destination. You see the difference? Because imagination doesn't have any limits. Consciousness deals with direction. So they say, he said, for alchemists, it was a private world of infinite possibilities where the great work took place. Again, the great work is much more than what uh, many people think it is. Many people think that the great work is changing gold, uh, changing base metals into gold and silver. But no, those are metaphors for processes that go on inside the body. Yes, there's a physical component in terms of changing base metals into gold and silver. But the, the true gold and silver is inside of us. It's the change that takes place inside of us. That's the great work. They say to differ to differentiate it from daydreaming, they called it the true imagination, special kind of mental imagery that's directly connected to the ground of reality. We are taught to reject, check it family. We are taught to reject the true imagination and sever our ties to the hidden reality while we are still children. And I'm here to tell you that that's what's been taking place in the educational system in this country for a long time. And you hear the term being used now. You used to only hear about it if you were in academic circles of people who were in uh, these particular realms called groupthink. And I hear that term being thrown around more today to describe what's going on than uh, almost any other term. Groupthink. The hive mind. That's what they're producing in the educational system. Okay? And it didn't just start now. But it's much more acute now because, again, they're working towards this one world reality where everything has to be uniform and everybody in it has to be uniform. There's to be no outside thinking outside of the norm. Okay. That's where they're trying to take everybody. Now they go on to say to differentiate it from daydreaming, they call it the true imagination. It's a special kind of mental imagery directly connected to the ground of reality. We are taught to reject the true imagination and sever our ties to the hidden reality while we are still children, uh, to deny our inborn connection to the divine mind and replace it with dogma. You see now? So now, what what does dogma do? Dogma basically dictates your direction. It becomes 
the thing that identifies and defines your consciousness. Okay? As opposed to being free to use your imagination. And some of the young people, uh, before they get older, they they automatically reject this. Okay? Because so much of dogma instills fear. Fear is the enemy of imagination. Okay? So if you're imbued or imbued with fear, your imagination is going to be extremely short, compact. All right? Because you've been taught not to think about this. Don't do that. Those are no-no's. You will burn in the fires of hell. You've been put in a limited box. Exactly. Your thinking is automatically, automatically structured for you. And therefore, your consciousness automatically limited and structured. Because uh, the fear is, fear is a very, very powerful thing. And they use it on us like nobody's business. Nobody uses it more than the politicians, okay? And you can see the fruit that it bears. People ready to go to war with each other over nothing, over nonsense, because they've been totally indoctrinated, okay? Now, they say, according to Periclesius, the true imagination leads life back to its spiritual reality and then takes on the name of meditation. Well, what happens in meditation? You basically remove all worries and preconditions, okay, that have been laid down on you by society. All right, remove all those thoughts and inhibitions and go within. Okay? They say true imagination envisions the divine source of anything that can be explored and understood through meditation because there are no inhibitions. They say meditative methods used by alchemists consisted of prolonged silent invocation of divine powers. Sometimes a person's inner angel was invoked. In meditations, they were looking for the angelic ray that unites the world of form with the divine ideals that are the source of everything. They say true imagination envisions the subtle processes of nature, the spiritual connections of nature, okay, is a salt through true imagination. And that connects them with their divine archetypes to capture the seed of the world as a divine mind dreams it. Okay, 
They say alchemists believe that imagination is a piece of heaven concealed within us. Alchemists believe that imagination is a piece of heaven concealed within us. It's a divine connection to the cosmic one mind. The alchemist concept of imaginatio, according to Carl Jung, is the most important key to understanding the opus. Then they get nasty, family. They say, the act of imagining was like a physical activity that could be fitted into the cycle of material changes that brought these about and was brought about by them in turn. The act of imagining is a concentrated extract of life forces. The act of imagining is a concentrated extract. It's a substance or it creates a chemical substance of life forces, a hybrid of the physical and the psychic. Because in the world of imagination, there are no boundaries. Okay? Comes with consciousness later. There are no boundaries. So, children that are not instilled with fear would do anything. Okay? And we've seen examples of that all throughout the movies and things like that where children get together and based on their imagination uh, they can take down uh, adults with no problem because adults have this fixed idea of what children are capable of Uh, and you really don't know what children are capable of because their imagination is so vast Okay, because their consciousness is not molded. Most adults won't do certain things because our consciousness consciousness has already been molded, or we will do certain things because our consciousness has been molded. But children, man, and we've all heard that old saying: you don't don't never say what your children uh, will do and won't do. You'd be surprised what they do when they ain't around you. Now, they go on here to say, uh, from alchemy, Jung developed a new discipline of transpersonal psychology and a therapeutic method that he called active imagination that uses the imagination as an organ of understanding. Young is one of those people that understands how powerful the imagination is, and he begins to use it uh, in a psychological way. All right. They say the technique allows consciousness issues to act themselves out in visualizations that involve conversations with imaginary figures. Okay. So, Now he's saying that because there is another realm called the ether, they recognize it at that point. 
that children have this uncanny relationship with entities that they see, but nobody else sees, okay? And the young taps into that, saying that uh, uh, active imagination should not be frowned upon as necessarily uh, a psychological discrepancy, but use that and let it play out because that's a functional part of people's imagination, particularly children. Okay? So psychiatry began to incorporate that in their practice. Psychiatrists began to incorporate these things. All of a sudden, people began to be labeled as having multiple personalities. All right? Psychology goes all the way back to ancient Kemet. I don't know. I haven't seen, haven't read anything having to do with multiple personalities uh, from dealing with people in their psychological states in ancient Kemet. That only comes about with the so-called organized religions, okay? And people who veered outside of the constraints of their imagination, okay? Of course, they had to be exercised, right? In some cases, killed because they are possessed. All right? Now, and that's why you'll notice Many of those people in the realm of science and psychology don't have too much patience for religion. And that is why today they are trying to move away from religions as a part of people's functional personalities. They're trying to get rid of it. All right? And yeah, they'll use Islam to do it. But when they get rid of the Christians, Islam is next. There ain't no room for that in the technological world of tomorrow. They say here, active imagination opens a channel of communication between conscious, unconscious parts of a person's psyche and between the personal level and collective unconscious. Active imagination demonstrates the reality of pre-existing images in the human psyche corresponding to external events and objects. Galileo, Francis Bacon, Johann Kepler, Isaac Newton all spoke of primordial images that are pre-existent in the human soul and and can be perceived through the innate instinct of imagination. Now, how does all of these people, why do all of them take that position? Because all of them part and parcel of expanding their consciousness. They were all into the study of the occult, okay, which by definition takes the limitations off of your mind and your thinking, okay? And, of course, you will note that almost all of these people that they name 
all had problems with the church, which sought to limit your imagination by creating the parameters by which one should uh, think. Okay? So they're saying, no, there's an innate instinct to allow your mind to go beyond the realms that we've been taught. They say, and I find this interesting that they immediately go here. Quantum physicist Wolfgang Pauli explained how these images are the source of scientific insight. In other words, it ain't just scientific. As you stated earlier, Sister Bear, science is just one realm of your creative capacity. What we're talking about here is using your imagination to increase your creative capacity. Yeah. Okay. And they put that in the realm of quantum uh, physics, which is, as we've said, ad infinitum, that that's the modern version of metaphysics, which is the ancient comedic version of quantum physics, the original version using the processes that take place inside the human. Alchemy. Family. They say Albert Einstein used true imagination to see himself riding on a light beam through the cosmos. And he returned with the theory of relativity. Okay. He paid homage to the power of this divine gift. And of course, I ain't got to tell anybody about Tesla. All right. I mean, he was doing this stuff when he was a children. That's what we found out when we was talking about him and his relationship to Trump. That even as a little kid, okay, he was doing these same things. He had a vivid imagination. And he didn't let his go when he got older. That's because he had a parent. Remember, his mama was uh, on him all the time uh, to get him to expand it. She didn't limit it. She was uh, trying to work with him to expand it. And this is why I try to point out that as soon as your children are of an age of understanding, say, uh, two years old, when they begin to utter them words, you should immediately uh, teach them the periodic table. Okay? Uh, You should teach them that right along with understanding the ABCs or counting the numbers from 1 to 10. But what that's going to do is that's going to be the very foundation of their minds. When you put that in their minds at a young age, they'll never, never forget that. Because now that becomes their foundation for thinking. Understanding the, uh, the the base metals in our reality. And you'll never know where that will lead them. Seriously, family. So they go on here to say, Albert Einstein used true imagination to see himself riding on a light beam through the cosmos, and he returned with the theory of relativity. He paid homage to the power of this divine gift. Quote, 
Imagination is more important than knowledge. For knowledge is limited to all that we now know, while imagination embraces the entire universe and all there ever will be to know. What a way to end the article. I couldn't agree with him more, okay? Because when you're talking about changing people's reality, it's extremely difficult to change one's reality. Not, it's not impossible, but it becomes much more problematic when people have become what we call adults, okay, and have closed off various avenues to understanding. Those people become the primary people who are ripe for programming because once you figure out their parameters, now you can begin to program them within those parameters. When they don't have those parameters, they're in a questioning mode all the time because they haven't, they don't have those parameters because their consciousness is constantly expanding because they do question things. They become much more difficult to program. And you can literally see it in people. It's real talk family. So let's continue with alchemy. Okay. Origins, transmutation, study, practice, and science. Origin, transmutation, study, practice, and science. This is from occultmysteries.org. Here's what they say in terms of alchemy. What is it? It reminds us of the veiled teachings of other occult and mystical sciences consisting of subtle words, subtle words, and phrases with hidden meanings, very mysterious to the vulgar mind, such as the Holy Grail, which now enjoys great notoriety in the public imagination through the novels of people like Dan Brown. Okay. They say, in order to spread their wonderful secret knowledge, only to fall down with a mighty bang or fade out like a movie when the power fails, each according to its interest, to its inherent proclivities, and predestined faith. Then they ask, what are the origins of alchemy? They say, what is the meaning of the word alchemy? One theory is derived from the Arabic kimya, K-I-M-Y-A, and al. Kimya, in its turn, being derived from the late Greek word kimia, C-H-E-M-E-I-A, which also means chemistry, or from chemia, mingling, or chin, C-H-E-E-I-N, to pour out or mix. But one Egyptologist 
And you should always study this guy uh, with questions in mind. All right. That goes for all these white scholars for that matter. Because they, they always try to stop, as I said before, in Greece. They'll admit the Egyptian thing, but they'll uh, admit it uh, with the thought in mind that it was during the era when the white people took over. <laughs> okay? <laughs> they just can't bring it to themselves to see black people as being the origins of so much. They have a real problem with that. Okay? Now, they say, uh, Wallace Bud thought that its root lie in the ancient Egyptian word, Kemia, K-H-E-M-E-I-A, which refers to the preparation of the black ore, or powder, which is the active principle used by alchemists in the transmutation of metals. Okay, now you tell me, family, which one seems to make much more sense uh, out of all these uh, different uh, definitions. Thus, it's likely that this ancient Egyptian word, which the Arabs prefixed uh, the article al, is the root of the word alchemy. Okay, uh, so from the uh, ancient Egyptian kemia. The Arabs get it, and they put Al in front of it so that it becomes Alchemia. Of course, alchemy. They say the Egyptians, being skilled workers in metal, uh, in the metals, uh, Greek writers state that they knew the secret of transmuting base metals into gold and silver. Some writers said alchemical science first took form in Byzantium in the 4th century A.D. But this was due to part of the secret science of the ancient Egyptians leaking out through indiscretions of some of the disciples or initiates and trickling through uh, via Alexandrian and Hellenic sources uh, that founded the structure of the early medieval schools of alchemy. Okay, so they saying that the way that it, they really found out about this was through leaks. This is confirmed by the originator of alchemy, uh, who they say has been said to be Hermes Trismegistus. After the conquest of Egypt by the Arabs in the seventh century the Arabian scholars carried on the work of the Alexandrian school. It was spread later to Spain, where from the 9th to the 11th centuries, it established itself in the colleges of Seville, Cordoba, and Grenada, from which the science spread throughout the rest of Europe. So what they're basically saying is the very foundation of European and Arab culture is African. Ancient Kemetic, to be exact. Okay? And that they built up their civilizations of learning through their institution building 
okay, using ancient comedic history. They say, for many years, scientists scoffed at transmutation, but with the discovery, check it, family, check it, but with the discovery of nuclear fission, science was finally able to transmute mercury into gold by subjecting it to nuclear bombardment. Recently, some scientists claim to have succeeded in not only making gold, but transmuting other elements such as calcium, copper, zinc, and iron using nuclear technologies. They go on to say, old alchemists theorize that all matter is one and the same basic origin, okay? It's one and the same basic origin and that all forms of matter contain the same spiritual principle. That would mean us, okay, we all operate on the same principle. Horses, trees, whatever, we all operate from the same spiritual principle. Now, how, how could that be? Because all comes from seed. doesn't matter if it's a tree or a horse or a human. It all comes from seed. And somebody might say, well, w- w- what about a chair? No. A chair is something that's been fashioned out of something else. When you go to its origin, this is alchemy. You see yeah. what it was originally. Okay? So you go to the origin of something and you will always find seed mm. now now it although makes sense. the box huh with the gmo now it makes sense with the, why they doing the gmo that is correct uh, they these are scientists in the lab right yeah who are really alchemists who are attempting to to bring about a different reality based on the manipulation of the origin of things. And that goes for LGBT because LGBT is based upon the manipulation, the seed inside the womb. All right. So it, it all fits and you can literally see it. Unless you locked into one particular way of thinking and you don't dare go outside of it because your belief system tells you that that's demonic. Don't you dare increase your knowledge because that's demonic. I know because I've, I've been called that simply because I study history and I'm not a Christian. Okay, so the Christians, uh, when they see the Ankh, they immediately call you demonic. 
And that's because their level of understanding right. is so controlled. This is what I'm talking about. Okay? That they don't dare go outside that box because they've been inundated with fear. Don't mean everybody. Yeah. Okay? But significant lot. numbers of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they can stay there. Okay? Because that limited understanding, that's allowable. I'm good with it. Okay? I'm just there to get those people who want to expand the way they think. Because those same people will bow down to the chemists and the, the, the people that produce the cars. That's chemistry. Yeah. Gasoline. There's a pro, there's a, a, a a process that takes place to produce gasoline. That's chemistry. But they have no understanding that this is where all this comes from. Okay, it's all right to deal with the finished product, but don't go to the root. So they want to they want to deal with the the Bible and Christianity, but they don't dare go to the root. That's out of order to me. Why are you scared of going to the root? If anything is going to strengthen, if you are in fact of that seed, okay, it's it should strengthen the things that you're talking about. That's why I said earlier, revelation, as I see it, is the functional equivalent of the procession of the equinoxes. All right, now. They go on to say, it was taught that each metal is under the influence of one of the planets. Alchemists refer to them under astrological symbols such as the sun for gold, the moon for silver, and you can begin to put in male and female into all of these things, family. Okay? Uh, Mercury for Mercury. Venus for copper, Mars for iron, Jupiter for tin, and Saturn for lead. Many alchemists paid great attention to astrological conditions before carrying out important experiments. That they were right to do so, let me say that again, that they were right to do so has been confirmed by modern science, which has discovered a close connection between the moon and silver. How about this, family? I only know one bar of it. It's an old song. It used to have a little, a little bouncing ball over the words of it back in the day on TV. By the light of the silvery moon. I love to swoon. Now, I know there's some old timers out there that remember that little bouncing ball up over them words in that song. Somebody decides to put Silvery Moon into the lyrics, okay? Because they go together. Now, we are told that the original matter of metals is double in its essence being a dry heat combined with warm moisture. 
and that air is water coagulated by fire, capable of producing a universal dissolvent. That dissolvent family is in the ether. All right? Because just think about it. Just think about it. It's the air that can precipitate whether water comes out of you or not. Just think about it. We call it perspiration. But it's the air that can dictate whether you perspire or not. Okay? You can't see the air. It's in the ether. But it's affecting you without you even thinking about it. Yeah, because if you don't if you don't have any, you won't be here long. You can go some days without water and food, but you can't go long without that air. That is correct. And no one knows the exact mixture. Well let me let me hold that. Let me hold that. Okay. That that's for that's for later on down the line. I don't want to put that into the discussion because I know sometimes this language, this language is very tricky. But again, yeah. that's done purposely. They write just like the Bible, written in metaphors. Alchemy is a metaphoric science. They use the metaphors to hide things because everybody who didn't put the work in was not supposed to understand what they were talking about. In some respects, it was much too dangerous. Okay? So they say, the beginner must acquire a thorough knowledge of the manner in which metal metals grow in the bowels of the earth. These are engendered by sulfur, which is male, and mercury, which is female. And the crust of alchemy is to obtain their seed. Okay? So here we go again, Bear. We're going back on this journey of nature being a male and female construct. But there's something that facilitates the bringing forth of the male and the female. There's something else there. In the atom, it's called the neutral zone. Or the neutron, okay, as opposed to the proton, which is the male, and the electron, which is the female. That neutron is the thing that facilitates both. It's like glue, okay? Now, they say the philosopher's stone is the combination of the male and female seed, which beget gold. But the composition of these is so veiled by complex symbolism as to make their identification an impossibility for all but the trained initiate. Okay? Again, you don't put the work in, you are not supposed to know. Go ahead, Beth. So do you think that all creation has that male and female uh, and that seed like humans do? In, in, in the seed? 
Well, yeah, and the creation. I mean, you just said okay. That I just didn't hear the last. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't hear the last part of what you what you okay. were saying. Okay. You said in the seed. Yes. Yes. Isn't that the new Until, at, Uh-huh. Okay. Until the advent of modern science, which is now inside the seeds. Remember, we just got through dealing with them removing the Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. Right? So these alchemists are extremely dangerous. They call themselves scientists and chemists, but they practice in alchemy. They're doing the same thing. So now they're saying we can just take the skin cells and through the manipulation of the human body construct, we can remove the Y chromosome and therefore limit the number of males on the planet until we can remove them if we want. Frankenstein. Uh, Pretty much. So they say the philosopher's stone is the combination of the male and the female seeds would beget gold. Now, again, the gold is a metaphor for the expansion of the consciousness. Okay. But, the Philosopher's Stone also has a physical component in terms of uh, reconstructing base metals into gold. But it, it's also allegorical in terms of creating new people uh, through the expanding of the consciousness, raising their vibratory level. All right? They say, but the composition of these is so veiled by complex symbolism as to make their identification an impossibility for all but the trained initiate. The matter of transmutation is simple and depends mainly on flux producing immense heat. Now, that's interesting too, because I'm going to give all the family an example. When you angry, your body automatically heats up. You produce chemicals inside your body based on your emotional state. Now, I want you to think about that in a minute or for a minute and add to that. If I'm a mad scientist and I know these things take place, can I use modern day technology to manipulate you as your state of mind, your body temperature? your chemistry inside of you changes. Hmm. Well, you know, that that could make sense why you see some of these people on the left when they see a mega hat or you talking not there the way that they're thinking, they automatically get upset. Bingo. And they literally tell you the process that they're going through. That lets you know that they've been programmed. They say we've been triggered. Mm. Well, what is is trigger? What what does that mean? That means to turn a switch on or something to that effect that basically causes something else to take place. 
And that's exactly what's happening. And it's just my theory that that's what's going on with a lot of the young people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're very, very emotional, very emotional. And if you notice, Bev, those children that have been given psychological designations and then put, put on the, the Ritalin and the Prozac and all that stuff, if you notice, uh, when they're not on that stuff, they can't control their emotions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, this is just my own opinion based on my research. I believe that that's what they're using. Okay. Cause this hasn't just started. This has been going on for years. That's what they're using to cause the kind of things that we see going on in society today. All right. And if I'm not mistaken, as we go on, we're going to run into that in the research. So now, they're going to say, let me read that again. The matter of transmutation is simple and depends mainly on a flux producing immense heat. And the three ingredients needed to make this flux are so common in nature that it's surprising that modern science has not discovered them before. The manufacture of gold in large quantities will create the manufacture of gold in large quantities will create a worldwide disaster. So the financial powers recognize this danger and uh and and put in place stringent laws controlling the sale of gold all over the world. They say the philosopher's stone is described in the golden tristis of Hermes Trismegistus as follows. In the cavern of the metals, there's hidden the stone that is venerable, uh, a mind sublime, and open sea. The six keys of Exodus tells us that this stone has a bright glittering. It contains a spirit of a sublime original. It is the sea of the wise in which they angle for their mysterious fish. Hermes adds, quote, Behold, I have declared that which has been concealed, since the work is both with you and about you. These few words sum up what the philosopher's stone is and where is to be found. The work is about you and with you. People are the philosopher's stone. But there's a process that takes place that elevates the consciousness such that it becomes golden. Out of the philosopher's stone, the alchemist prepared the elixir of life. And this was done by making a solution of the stone in spirits of wine. This elixir This elixir will restore the flower of youth and ensure a long, healthy life 
but not prolong it indefinitely. And what they're talking about, family, is processes that occur in the body that affect the most important liquid in the body. Because okay. also, also, um, you know, in, in, in the part of your body where you create at, uh, that's what they call the fluid there, the elixir of life, because it's going through a chemist, al- al- alchemy. It started out that is as correct. a sperm and, yeah. That is correct. The same chemicals that are in your brain, in your big head, become something else once they travel down lower, okay? There are chemical processes that take place that turn them into things that produce life, okay? So we're we're nothing more than a a bag of, of chemicals and chemical mixtures. And trust me, when you're angry, it, it too uh, reflects on your body because your temperature is elevated, okay? Uh, the fire is lit. All right? and, and we are told these things all the time, but we are told about them in a way uh, that we don't really look into them, all right? But anytime you're angry, your blood pressure, Ryan, that's what we're talking about here, your blood. And also doing uh, sex. Absolutely. Which is always accompanied by blood. You just can't see it. Okay? But in order for erection to take place, major blood flow based on heat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Has to take place. <laughs> anyway, as old as I am, I'm still uncomfortable about talking about certain things. <laughs> That's why I'm oh, laughing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll get to that in depth as we go on because we're gonna go and deal with phosphorus, okay? Because uh a match well, let me just hold on till I get there. I'm always trying to get ahead of myself. Just going to hold on till I get there because I know this can be very confusing. But we're talking about the processes that go on inside the body here uh, with the blood and chemical processes in the blood, all right, that basically uh, uh, reflect this elixir, all right? Uh, but again... Uh, that elixir can be turned into another substance uh, called sperm, okay? But that's why when they talk about the elixir basically restoring the flower of life and ensuring a long, healthy life, but uh, not prolong it indefinitely, now you can see why the elite people for centuries have drank blood. Okay, particularly the blood of young people, because it restores the flower of youth and ensures a longer life, but you can't prolong it indefinitely. Right. And then also you don't have to go that far as drinking the blood if you are dealing in energy. 
So that's why yeah. a lot of older men like to have young women because that yeah. energy from that youth also does the same thing. I just raised my hand. <laughs> it, it ain't going to happen, but I, I couldn't agree with you more, Bev. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And if you notice, uh, in many other cultures outside of the white people's culture, that's mm-hmm. considered a sign of virility and manhood. It's not frowned upon. Okay? But in this culture, because they got everything upside down, uh, right. that's a no-no. Now, we ain't talking about babies. We're talking about girls that get to a certain age. Okay? Usually 12, 11, 12. That's right, 13 and that kind of thing. That's Mm -hmm. right, once they start their their cycle. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's not uncommon and has never been uncommon. These are the constraints that have been put on people based on what? Based on limits to your imagination, which are primarily dogmatic. They come from dogma. Okay? Now, they go on to say the blood of the lion and the gluten from the eagle are terms used to disguise sulfur and mercury. Remember, we're talking male and female here. All right. Here, uh, which here is used in a philosophical or mystical way. It's the equivalent of the hitting meaning of the chemical marriage. That's chemical, C-H-Y-M-I-C-A-L, and represents the perfect unity. Here, marriage has nothing to do with sex as we understand it. Okay? It's a chemical process inside the body. They go on to say, alchemy can be regarded either as an esoteric philosophy, an experimental and physical science, or as a combination of the two. So it's, it, it, they're saying it's engaged, it engages in the occult, okay? It engages in the world of reality, all right? Or it can be a combination of both, okay? The spirit world and the material world. That's the chemical marriage, okay? That creates the philosopher's stone. They say many mystics take a transcendental view regarding alchemy as the transmutation of the higher self of man and its perfection. Okay? They say the latter idea found its development in the chemical marriage of Christian Rosencruz, okay, who came out the 17th century. And, of course, that's when they begin to, uh, well, not when they began to, but let's just say when the Jewish thing really began to pronounce itself Really? Okay. So now, they say other alchemists were at the same time 
who considered their science a divine gift. Okay? Then they say something very interesting. Alchemy is of a dual nature. Okay? That's what all of this is saying. Male and female, no matter where you look, okay, is pronounced until you get artificial constructs like what we're living in today that want to tell you now, okay, because they have a a beastly agenda that there are 72 different genders. No more male and female, because now these alchemists in the lab, in their manipulation of reality, are going to produce all these other different realities. I'm talking species, family. All right? Half man, half goat. I mean, just a whole host of things. Now, they say alchemy is of a dual nature, spiritual and religious on the one hand, physical and material on the other. And these aspects complete one another, just as the material and spiritual make man a complete being. Okay, I thought that was absolutely deep. Spiritual and religion, or religious, on one hand, is a part of the duality, just like physical and material on the other. So spiritual and physical complement each other, and religious and material complement each other. In psychology, psychology, they call it the ego and the id. They're complementary to each other. But one has to uh, overshadow the other because the other one is much more dangerous. That ego is much more dangerous and needs to be brought up under control. Okay? If I have the power of 10 men, and you have the power of two. Uh, if I hold the other eight down, don't that make us equal? You see? So maybe the it needs to be stronger in terms of, uh, uh, let's use the term weight, in terms of its weight, even though it's 10% right, or 20%, as opposed to the ego, who is 80%, but outside of the accumulation of 80%, it's actually weaker. But the 20% can hold the 80% in check. Okay? Isn't that what's been going on? That 1%? Yes. Yes. The one in life. That is correct. It's all scientific, Bill. Yeah. All our behavior is scientific. And we don't have to accept it. 
We accept it because fear is what basically dictates to us, okay, or the parameters that have been put in us basically dictate to us what our behavior is going to be, how we're going to respond to certain things. That's why psychology is so important. Because if you don't know you have game run on you, why would you do anything? You That's wouldn't. why they call it con. That is correct. So they say, the complaint of many scientists that alchemists kept all their discoveries hidden by disguising their theories with obscure allegories, arcane symbolism, and archaic language. They say, these learned men did not wish for their secrets to fall into unscrupulous, the hands of unscrupulous people who would use them for selfish gratification and destroy their fellow men and women. And you know something, Bam? Apparently the writers of the of the Bible did the, felt the same way because they did the same thing. Yeah. They hid everything in allegories and metaphors. Yeah. So that you got people running around here quoting that thing verbatim and taking it literally without understanding the allegorical uh, meanings of many of the things that are in there. Because guess what? When we dealt with the body in the Bible, that's a clear, classic example of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because you can take everything in that book. Now, I can't say everything because I ain't read everything in it. But you can take much of what's in that book. And you can apply it to processes that go on inside the human body, and we did. So now, that's called transmutation. Okay? Uh, Remember the uh, supernova 1987A was in the Pegasus constellation? Uh And Pegasus was another name for the white horse? And you got a white horse in your brain. It's a seahorse. Right? And we dealt with all of that, dealing with stuff that was going on in the cosmos. And now here we are with mental transmutation is the art of mental chemistry. Mental transmutation is the art of mental chemistry. This is from Gnostic Warrior. Here's what they say. Mental transmutation means the art of changing and transforming mental states and conditions into others. The art of mental chemistry is called the kybalion. K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. Kabil, uh, I could say Kabilian, okay? That would be closer. Because uh, I want to try to hook it up into Kemet, <laughs> Africa, with the, one of the names, for, from, if my history has served me accurately, uh, right. one of the names for South Africa, okay? A Kibalon or something like that. That is correct. That is correct. 
they say, beneath the material chemistry, astronomy, and psychology, the ancients possessed a knowledge of transcendental astronomy called astrology. Of transcendental chemistry called alchemy. Look at look at what they're doing here, Bear. I want the family to catch on to this. I thought this was deep too. Let me read that again. Beneath the material chemistry, astronomy, and psychology, ancient the ancients possessed the knowledge of transcendental astronomy. Well, what does that mean? What does it mean to transcend something? To go beyond what is already known about it. Okay? So they transcended astronomy by dealing with astrology. They transcended chemistry through the study of alchemy. And they transcended psychology by using mystic psychology. Okay? This is the ancient. So they were beyond us, and what they're saying is we've gone backwards. They say they possess the inner knowledge as well as the outer knowledge. Among the secret branches of knowledge possessed by the hermeticist was mental transmutation. Transmutation is usually employed to designate the base metals or turning base metals into gold. To transmute means to change from one nature into another. Mental transmutation means changing and transforming mental states and conditions into others. So mental transmutation is the art of mental chemistry. It's a form of practical mystic psychology. I thought that was quite interesting, okay? Because that's where we are here at Truth to Power, okay? We are, in fact, about transforming our mental condition, how we view things uh, and respond to things based on how we view them. Let, let's just, how much time we got left, Sister Bear? Uh, let's see, uh, 29 minutes. Wow. Let me see how much I got here. Because this is, now I'm getting to the real good stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. wow. I got to start this because I've been waiting. I didn't think it was going to take that long, but I've been waiting for this. Okay. Let's go here since we since we just got through talking about uh, mental transmutation, okay? Because one of the primary uh, functions of mental transmutation is spiritual alchemy. Spiritual alchemy. And don't despair, family. You may not understand a lot of this now, but this is not a one or two setting type thing. We're going to be uh, going, uh, you wouldn't believe the amount of information that I have here on this stuff. 
Okay. So if you just stuck a little bit on some of the things that we're talking about here, don't worry because we're going to always try to put it into things that are going on today so you can relate the two, relate the two, and it'll be much more easier for you to understand then as we go along. So don't worry about the words. Remember, uh, much of this stuff is written for you not to really understand it. And if you go back and read the works of all these famous people, they always seem to write in ways that was, unless you were involved in what they were doing, it was difficult for you to understand. So don't worry about it. That's why we're here. So let's go here. Spiritual alchemy. Again, this is from the Rosicrucian Digest for 2018, uh, volume number one. Uh, this is by Christian Bernard, okay? Uh, and in this particular article, uh, it says this. Spiritual alchemy amounts to one of the foundations of philosophy, and sets out the path we must follow in order to fulfill our inner revolution. Our inner revolution. Herein lies the great work. So now, right here at the very beginning, family, they're telling you that the great work involves a metamorphosis that takes place inside each and every one of us. But the great work, if you... Uh, have just looked at it in passing, read about it in passing, you would think that it's something that takes place outside of you. No. It is a transforming of the humans through the acquisition of knowledge, okay, where because of that, your vibratory level changes and you become known as what's called the philosopher's stone. Okay? Now, let me read that again. Herein lies the great work that each human must accomplish to discover the philosopher's stone found in the deepest part of themselves and achieve the perfection of their own nature. And this is why many religions are uh, al alchemical in their foundation and don't want to admit it. All talk about what? Reincarnation, the rebirth of the soul. That's alchemy. Okay? <laughs> that is alchemy. But the religious people won't tell you about that because they've been told to cut that off. You know? Uh, don't matter which one of the religions you got. You got to cut that off. They say, whereas operative alchemy transmutes base metals into gold. Spiritual alchemy transforms our soul. Before moving on uh, to the latter in terms of the soul, uh, what comprises material alchemy? Its aim was to transmute base metals into gold. This transmutation was not carried out directly upon the metal but on a materia prima, materia prima, a primary or raw material referred to as the stone material in alchemical writing. It's the original stuff that the stuff was originally made of. Like coal put under a certain amount of pressure becomes a diamond, 
right? That don't change the fact that it's still gold. I mean, it's still cold. It's the pressure that caused it to change it to something else. Uh, The cold weather turns rain into snow. Still wet, still water, its orientation is still the same. Its physical presence has changed based on the environment. But at its root, it is still water. It's still H2O. That's a better example in in terms of what they're talking about here. You can apply that to us because knowledge or light does the same thing to us. Now, they say, let me go back and read that again. This transmutation was not carried out directly upon the metal, but on a materia prima, primary or raw material, referred to as the stone material in alchemical writings. Materia prima consisted of a naturally occurring ore composed essentially of sulfur, salt, and mercury combined in precise proportions. This ore was rare, found only in places known to alchemists, which they kept a closely guarded secret. They say alchemists would place it in a container, talking talking about this material prima. They would place it in a container that they gave the name of philosophical egg because of its oval shape and the belief that creation arose from a universal egg within which it existed in a latent or seed state. From here, they put the materia prima through several consecutive stages. In the course of these stages, Materia Prima took on various colors until it appeared as a red magma, a red magma. Upon cooling, it gave rise to a stone of the same color, the Philosopher's Stone. This is the reason that transmutation aimed at obtaining gold was called the red work. Now, I want you to keep these colors in mind, family, because what they're really talking about is the human body, okay? Because anyway, I'll I go on, and I hate to I hate to even go on, really, because I'm not going to finish this. Uh, yeah, this is, this is deep. We're getting into the good part. So you know what I'm going to do, family? Yeah, I'm going to keep everybody waiting because guess what comes next? What? The philosopher building his sacred stone is doing so by harmonizing his spirit and his body. And then we go back for more instruction into the philosopher's stone. And then when we get into that, we get into the blood being the seed of the soul in the alchemical properties of as within, so without, because as above, so below. 
And the relationship of that with phosphorus, okay, uh, and the five elements or the five platonic solids, and then we really get into stuff because I know you recall, Bill, when we broke down salt to show uh-huh. the relationship between salt and the male salt and the female salt because they are different. All right? Well, we, we're going to go and look into the alchemical sulfur, mercury, and salt in the occult. And I'm just getting started because we ain't even mentioned the chemical wedding. Okay? Yeah, we uh-huh. mentioned it, but we're going to go into it a little more in depth. And, of course, that's going to take us to the whole uh, proposition of of divining uh, the feminine and the masculine, okay, in that process. Because these are all alchemical references having to do with the great work, okay? Uh, and, of course, all of that can be surrounded by ancient comedic science. So we started this by looking at the history of alchemy, taking it back to the Greeks who got it from ancient Kemet, where we're going to update throughout this series other articles pointing to the importance of ancient African or ancient comedic history. All right. And where we are now and whether the changes of that have taken place are pro-human or anti-human. Because your ancestors weren't talking about removing humans from the equation. These new alchemists uh, are going to proclaim themselves gods. And because of that, now I know, I know some people, ain't that what they did uh, back in the day? No. We are talking uh, using allegories to describe people as God. These new beings that they're going to create in the lab can only exist based on false science. In ancient alchemy, you didn't have to add anything to the human body per se except knowledge. Okay, now they tell us that we're in a knowledge based society, but they're doing the exact opposite as we speak in terms of the acquisition of knowledge. They're trying to shut the acquisition of knowledge down, and they only want certain people to have it. You will never be able to compete with AI ever, okay? It's been around since the 1950s. We didn't know anything about it, okay? But damn if they weren't using it already in the 1950s. And if they're telling us, well, they couldn't have done it before then because they didn't get the technology from the aliens in terms of the uh, chips, until that around that time, the forties. So it wasn't until the fifties until they perfected it, and then come the uh, the AI. Okay, so they they only reintroduced it to us in the two thousands, but they've been on it for a long time. 
So we'll stop right there, Bev, because uh, I know this is – I can't just start this and leave people in the middle of this. This is this is too good. And, oh, the other thing is we're going to get into a lot of the symbols of alchemy because you'll see them everywhere and not know that these are alchemical symbols. Okay. And I, and I just want to say that at the top of the hour, uh, we will be going off the Internet where we will – you could hear – the last hour on the phone, and the number is three two three six four two one five eight six, and you can push number one if you want to talk. And uh, Dr. Robert X, give out your information, and people, please continue to send your donations uh, because I mean this is like sitting in a classroom. You get in a lot of uh, knowledge and information. And the least we could do is to, is give a donation. Thank you, Robert, Sister. Bear. I really appreciate that. Okay. All right. You can uh you can contact me at M C C R A Y R nine five nine nine at Yahoo dot com. And Sister Bear, I'm not yeah. quite sure because again I've been real busy here these last few days uh, with different mm-hmm. uh, men invited to different things, but do you know offhand what day April the 1st falls on? Is that next Monday? Wait a minute. I'll tell you in one second here. Hold on. Uh, okay. You say April the 1st? Yes. Yeah. It's Monday. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I don't okay, know if so I'm going to be here next. I don't okay. know. I, I'm, I'm due to be at Olive Harvey College. I got to look at the times. I don't okay. know exactly. See, I should have did this before I came on. Uh, but I'll let you know in advance, uh, probably tomorrow, okay? I'm not okay. sure if the thing starts at 3 o'clock. If it starts at 3 o'clock and I'm on this panel, I should be able to get back here before 8. I don't think they're going to be in there for five hours. I think it's like two hours. So if they're going mm-hmm. from 3 to 5, I can get back here in time to, you know, to prepare and everything. Well, you know, uh, Dr. X, you know, you had them saying, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to miss. See, I don't want any gaps in this. I hope nothing. I know stuff going to happen, okay. but I don't want to have gaps in this because when you well, have what, gaps what in this. Could- yeah, what we can do, Doctor X, is if we have to come on a half an hour later or something, just okay, you know, okay. listeners, I, and I'll post it to Facebook and Twitter, so um, I'll let people know ahead of time too. Just check Facebook and Twitter if if we have to come on a half an hour or so later. Yeah, so uh, we'll that's on, good. Just like that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, that's good. Then, That'll work. And send me the information because I'll be on tomorrow also. Um, okay. And, uh, I can uh, t- tell the I can post the information tomorrow. Yeah, you know I just thought about it, Bear. I mean it, that's mm-hmm. how fast I've been moving here. Uh, and and alchemy, when you as I said before, when you're in the alchemy, it doesn't allow you to. I mean, you think you're gonna do what do they call it a uh, multitask? Mm-hmm. No, you ain't doing no multitasking. You're going to be focused on what it is you're talking about, okay? Because there's a lot of avenues in alchemy, all right? So 
Uh, I'll be here next Monday. I just don't know if it's going to be at 8 o'clock or, like you said, it's going to be a half hour later. But I'll let you know tomorrow. Okay. Okay. And and, uh, you're going to be speaking at what college again on April? Olive Harvey College. It's on a, it, everybody here in Chicago know it's on a hundred and Woodlawn. You can't miss it once you saw so You don't need no exact address. Okay. Yeah. yeah you could Google that. Yeah. Okay. So I'll send you the information for all of that tomorrow. I, again, I should okay. have had it, but I totally forgot about it. Okay. That's good. That's good. And give out your information. Yeah, you can contact me at MCC. You can contact me at MCCRAYR9599 at yahoo.com. Good, good. Okay, we're going to open the lines here, and we we are going with uh, where am I? A four zero five three eight eight. Four zero five. Okay, 405. I'm moving on. Okay, let's go to 347805. Good evening, Chief. Good evening. That's Mo. That's Mo. How y'all? How y'all tonight? Y'all good? Yeah, good. You rolling tonight, brother. Um, I know you often say your man in um Chicago, you call him Messy Jesse. Um, talk about Mr. Jackson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now y'all got Lucky Jesse. Okay, <laughs> Lucky Jesse. Uh, <laughs> you know, now this is propaganda. This is all promoting um you know, homosexual propaganda and it's telling yep. the young straight black men out here, um, you know, who who can't get away with nothing without the police nothing, pulling them over, stopping them or, or arresting them, that hey, you choose this lifestyle, you might just be able to get that selective prosecution. You know what I'm saying? And yes, that's pretty much what you see. Um so I agree. All social Social promotion, they're promoting the new social standards. And um, you saw the same thing after Trayvon, where Trayvon walking through the neighborhood, talking to a chick on the phone, got on some jeans and a hoodie, and then after he gets shot down and nothing happens, all the young men started wearing tight clothes. You know, it was like, hey, hey, you know, don't shoot me down. You know, so... um. Yeah, that's homo what I think, yeah. Yeah, that's homo uh, Well, uh, it's funny that you say that, brother, because I said the same thing to myself today when I heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wasn't surprised. Um, I wasn't surprised, Tutmos, after, you know, exposing what we did yesterday uh, with the Asian chick, okay, because she was the one who contacted the state's attorney here and calls the state's attorney to recuse herself from the case originally. But that didn't stop her office from still greasing the ski. She ain't said a word. But remember, I told you, 
uh, that the way she won all, her spot is because one, she uh, uh, is one of Barack Obama's people, and the others because she was financed by Soros and uh, what's his name there in New York, the billionaire. Oh, that's got the newspaper. Bloomberg. I was trying to mute myself from thinking, saying Bloomberg, Bloomberg. <laughs> but I have yeah. myself muted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, for sure. And the first thing I saw today, when I saw that, um, and I was explaining that to my mother on the phone, I was like, you know, they just put this Chinese lady in head of the Southern Poverty Law Center. And she was like, what's that? So I said, oh, forget about it. You know, <laughs> I was trying to yep. explain that's why he got off. They don't want her to be caught up in no scandal right now. And notice Absolutely. it's all about sex, Tutmos. It's, it, it, here this guy is, you know, he's a flaming homosexual. And the thing with the Southern Poverty Law Center is all about sex and race. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Um, you was talking about transmutation. Um, now, transmutation and knowledge, you know, new knowledge, you know, the ascension of knowledge, that all comes right. from the light. Right. Light is how you transmute signals, right? That's um, correct. Of course, we always get that naturally through sunlight. Um, so now you have these people trying to block out the sunlight, and they're giving us a, their light to transmute yep. through. Um, that's why everyone's holding a phone in their hand with a little blue light or the red um, or the white light coming at you. They can control the LED lights. They can even put signals inside the LED lights to signal those two people who absorb the rays from them. So um, they're blocking our consciousness and trying to give us a new consciousness. So yep. they're trying to block out our transmutation. And they're trying to instead mutate us. You know what I'm saying? Instead of transmuting, they're trying to mutate us to what That's they want deep. us to be. A bunch of justies. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> That's juicy, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, the great work, man. I got a totally different outlook on the great work, so I can't wait to see how you do it. Uh, I'm totally okay. somewhere else with it. Oh, uh, In my research, at least, you know. Oh, that's all right. As you see, Apple today, they making moves. Apple became a bank today. Um, got their own credit card, the Apple card. Um, they're going to be gunning for American Express. Now, they're offering 3% cash back. And, of course, this card works through your phone. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course. 3% cash back on all the purchases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they they even flipped out on us today. Oh, they offer refinancing, and they'll grant you loans all through the phone, brother. All done through the phone. Oh, now. Wow. Uh, this gonna be, this gonna make Apple more like WeChat in China. You know what I'm saying? Where you you're doing right. everything through the phone, so they're totally monitoring everything you do. But also right. today they came up with this um, Apple TV Plus, which is an app but it's going to be able to compete with Netflix. And um, they came out with um, um, this Apple Arcade, 
which um, is going to be competing with this new thing called Google Stadia. So I thought that was interesting. But what they're doing, because they, um, you know, their hardware products, they cost so mm-hmm. much, they can't sell mm-hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? So the, um, right. that's all because of T-Mobile, why they can't, why they had to raise the price on everything. But that's a whole other story. Uh, the So now they're going to let other people, like if you have an Android, you'll be able to access the Apple ecosystem through your Android. Before so they're all going to be compatible. So they're all going to be compatible. Exactly. Uh, well, it'll be a backdoor that they'll that they'll oper- that they'll um, they have that they'll let you operate their product through, so to speak. You know right. what I'm saying? But and of course yeah, they'll so, probably charge them a, a small fee or something for doing that. But absolutely, absolutely. And um, last thing I wanted to say: Chinese in China, um, their alchemists turn copper into gold um, using a process called sputtering. Recently, and, um, yeah, this was like last year, maybe 2017, when I I saw the article. But I I remember it was sputtering. But what with their gold, it had the principles of a noble metal, like a gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the it was alchemically able to, they were able to use that gold to turn um, coal into alcohol, which is something only precious metals can be used to do. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. It will it will also conduct electricity like gold, but it still um, keeps the density of copper, so you won't be able to use it for jewelry or anything fancy like that. You know, what I'm saying? right? But it'll be able to be used for the things that gold does that isn't you know jewelry. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I thought it's that you know absolutely. So um, their alchemist is definitely doing their work, and I'll mute myself. Thank y'all. Excellent point, as usual, my brother. Yeah, oh, and and, uh, by the way, uh, Tutmos, the second season of OA just started. Okay? Okay. And Bev, I saw just the first episode. It it made me it's going to make me go back and at least watch two of the last maybe the last two episodes from the first season. Okay. But just the the one episode that I got the opportunity to to just let me put it like this. We talking interdimensional travel, uh people transcending from males to females from death to rebirth from male to female. I won't go into the nuts nuts and bolts of it because, again, I'm so busy. I'm half sleeping trying to incorporate it all at the same time, and that don't quite work. All I can tell you is just from what I saw is off the chain. Well, people that believe in reincarnation... You know, that's what uh, is done. You know, in one lifetime, you could have been a man. In another lifetime, you're a female. Right. Remember, this this guy is kidnapping people, putting them in cages, and experimenting on them without their permission. So he got them in his house, and he's a doctor of some kind or scientist, 
He got him in his house down, you know. Yeah, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, see, I forgot what happened in the last episode. Otherwise, I could lead everybody up to that. But I got so many things on my plate in terms of the movies and and these kinds of things. And these things are important because, man, these movies are full of so many messages. It it just blows me away. It just really, truly blows me away. Yeah. Yeah, and they always put the message in the in the movies. Uh, that's how they talk to to uh, each other. Yeah, no doubt you about gotta it. Know how to interpret it? You got to know, you know. Well, okay. this OA is unbelievable. Go ahead, Beth. Okay, now I was just going to open up the next line, which is eight oh four three oh four. Eight oh four. Hello? Yeah. Yes, sir. Hotep. Yeah. Hotep, Hotep. Hotep. Sister Beverly, Brother Robert. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Dr. Robert X. I just want to say uh, I've listened to you last night and I was on the queue and, uh, and I was listening to several of the uh, callers and call in people and, uh, and I had a lot to say. And uh, I tell you, it just got to be so much that all I could say was, like, damn. That's all I'm gonna say is like, damn! And I was, I was just glad to listen to your, to your your call in. I mean, they said pretty much what I wanted to say, and so I was like, you know what? I might have missed uh, talking to you, but uh, I enjoyed the comments that were made by the people who did call in, and uh, and I want to say that your information about the Southern Law uh, Poverty Law Center. Uh, you know, I've contributed uh, to them for several years now, and uh, wow. not, not a lot, not a lot, but enough right. uh, that that your conversation about them last night and the insight it, it made me realize, like, wow, you know, I was a little hesitant because I could have increased my contribution, but I didn't because I still yeah. had some questions and I had not heard, you know previous commentary that you had made uh, concerning that, that organization. But thank oh, you. For the, thank you for the information last night. That oh, was, uh, I appreciate very, it, very insightful. Yes, I, I really appreciate bad that. News. They've been yes, bad news for a long, long time, man. Long time. You know, because, because really they were spreading propaganda that things were worse than they really are. You That's know, how they was, get paid. I really believe that because it, I, I could not believe that, you know, every they send you a lot of correspondence, you know, oh, throughout yeah. the year requesting for donations and, uh, and they give you, and at the end of the year, they sort of give you this summary of what they have been able to identify. Now, some of the information I do believe, but I also have to listen to that uh, it started making me wonder if they're not exaggerating. And when you sort of gave the background of who Morris Dees was, that really, um, you know, it, it caused me a lot of consternation and concern, and I, I really appreciate that. Now, Morris Dees, you know, it's amazing because Morris Dees, if I'm not mistaken, he represented the Wilmington Nine, I believe. And I know, I know he wrote a book. Huh? Am I right? Go ahead. Go ahead. You're he, right. He, he, he wrote a book and actually represented – I think uh, some of the members uh, that were involved in that. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it just goes to show you how a person can either evolve or devolve. 
And that is correct. You know, <laughs> it, it goes back to what you're saying. You know, the, uh, you know, he he got caught up in the ego of, yep. of his business, and as as opposed to uh, evolving into something. When you get a chance, when you get a chance, just to add on to what you're talking about, just Google Southern Poverty Law Center offshore bank account. That's what I. That's what, thank you for reminding me because I couldn't remember what it was that really tricked me. Uh, really uh, 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 caught my real attention because that. I mean, because that's telling me that there was a lot of money going to the point that they could profit for themselves perfect personally. Uh, it, we only talked about two last night overall. That one gave them a million dollars and the other one gave them a half a million. That's just two donors. Wow. Well, I was nowhere in that. <laughs> I was nowhere in the vicinity of giving that kind of information. But the few dollars that I did send them, believe me, I will. Uh, I'll definitely put it to better use. As a matter of fact, making a donation because I wrote down your uh, information about uh, you know how to get in touch with you. Um, yeah. Uh, I, one something else that you referred to last night um, was the. Um, the idea of identification, there you had a caller called in and talked about black people and Native Americans and identifying who uh, who we were as opposed right. to you know, catching navels, catching eight, eight navels and find out who your people are. I found it interesting that many people, if I'm not mistaken, after World War II, there was a, a point that white people could actually go down and uh, to the um, – County Registrar's Office and register as a Native American, they paid five cents. They call them the five cent Indians, the nickel Indians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These were white people who claimed Native American status in the, in the belief that they could receive some of the benefits. Right. That were due to uh, that. that were good. And what I, what I find interesting is. <clears throat> That there are several states right now, and I'm in the state of Virginia, and where mm-hmm. they are considering, uh, you know, building casinos, and they're allowing people who are so-called Indians, Native Americans, <clears throat> to come forward and build those uh, casinos in the areas in which they live. And I, I can't help but think that many people who will benefit from that will be people who have the monetary as well as the identification as being related to Native Americans <clears throat> when they are in, if you look at their phenotype, they, they appear to be, you know, of uh, European uh, descent. While right. I myself, and it really made me think because I have documentation on, and I am a, I am a black, uh, a black person. Um, right. And I have I have a, a great grandmother who was of Native American descent, and right. you know, from on my father's uh, side. So I need to pursue that. And I was encouraged by the comment last night. You know, try to actually uh, authenticate the uh, your your heritage, and then embrace the heritage that you find wherever it may lead you. And so I thought right. that was also a good a good conversation. Uh, well, that's interesting that you bring that up because I never brought this up, but my father, okay, my mm-hmm. mother 
Uh, since my father was killed when I was at an early age, I never got a chance oh. to discuss these things with him. Wow. But my mother has told me on many occasions that my father had Native American. I'm talking close, like his mother or grandmother, okay? Right. So I've never discussed that with anybody. I bet you if you talk to many of us, we have relatives that were Native American. That's what I'm saying. That is a one of their big lies to make us think that we was not here, that we all came on the slave ship when that's not true. Most of us was here. Well, you know and what, Bill? I tell you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. And the ones that's oh. claiming to be uh, Indians, they're not the true Indians. Well, I tell you what else is interesting along with that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think I just I just lost my train of thought. So go ahead. Well, let, let me say something uh, in in the interim. Uh, yes, sir. There, there, when I heard that last night, I was uh, reminded of a book. Uh, I think the title of it is First Americans, Black Americans by mm-hmm. David M. Hotep. As a matter of fact, you can either get it on in, uh, uh, Amazon or you can go directly to his website. And in that book, he sort of gets into the um, the history of black people being on the continent of North America, South America, and, um, mm-hmm. and, and Middle America, Central America, way before you know, the so-called Europeans began to sail to the Americas or, you know, Dominican Republic and Haiti. So I thought that was an interesting uh, uh, part of the conversation. There was one last thing that I mm-hmm. did hear another caller made called in and made a reference to why Fox News was seeming, uh, why they hired Donna Brazil and why some of their uh, coverage seems to be a little bit more to the left. Uh, a little right. bit more. Um, and so what I've found out is uh, basically they, um, when they sold uh, part of the company, the biggest part of the company went to Disney. There was a, the news department was still held by Rupert Murdoch and company. Uh, right. And in that, in that news division, it is passed to his younger son. And his younger son was uh, sort of uh, an opposition to the older son that sort of ran things that were the part of the division that went to Disney. And the younger son is more leaning to the left. And so the right. idea of had bringing in Donna Brazil and some other uh, individuals, so you can see the discussion begins to go uh, a little bit more, I'll say, to the center. But that's why that's that's why we're beginning to see a, a sort of a change. And of course, they their uh, sports division had already sort of embraced uh, sort of some changes. And uh, of course, that's a that's a different thing from uh, sports mm-hmm. and youth. But uh, but with um, I just thought that that was interesting too. Uh, Jerry Kushner uh, is um, he has he made a deal during the first election with Sinclair News. And Sinclair right. News, uh, they they uh, agreed to um, basically give information pertaining to Donald Trump, and I'm not sure if uh, if uh, uh, 
Kushner attempted to actually purchase Sinclair News, and they actually own some shares, a big portion of the shares. Uh, shares. He does. And Sinclair News is, is uh, it, it's basically beginning to expand its reach, and so we can sort of see that kind of interplay in politics and and opinions and everything else. How like and they were said, anti-Trump, you know, the, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are are two wings of the same bird. And no so doubt about that. it. No question. And uh, finally, I'm going to make one last comment, and uh, and uh, this is my commercial for the night, and I'm out of here. But um, <laughs> Beverly, Beverly uh, Sister Beverly, thank you for the mm-hmm. platform, and thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for the people that you bring on uh, in your program, and Bravo. thank you for bringing on Brother Robert X. And Brother Robert X, I want to say something. When I say brother, it's doctor. Uh, I started hearing the word term doctor several um, programs ago, and I'm so proud of that because I haven't gone to school, um, you know, with basically white professors and have not seen uh, black professors to the extent that I should have seen. Uh, I have gone through the white systems here in the state of Virginia with an uh, undergraduate degree from the University of Virginia, with a master's degree from Virginia Tech, and wow. very few, yes, and plus I have uh, degrees and classes in almost all of the universities here in the state. But I want to tell you wow. something, brother. I want to tell you something, brother. The, I had determined many times, many, you know, I've been listening to you now for about three or four years. And if I had the power to transfer to give you any of my degrees and tell you right now, brother, you are a doctor. Your research oh, is man. I followed you, brother. I, I want to let you know that I love you and I thank you. And I will continue to listen. May God bless you and help your family so that you may continue to give the information that you give. And um, and like I said, sister, when I say sister to you, I give you all accolades. Thank you. And, and you know, been, you just have made a real difference in my life because you have answered some of the questions of what I've been look, looking for all my life. And so thank you, well, thank, thank you. you, thank you. And I've just got to say one last thing. Just so the information that you guys give, and I say this with all meaning, thank you, God bless you, and just, damn, I can't believe what I hear. (laughs) 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 Damn, it's amazing. I can't wait to hear what you got to say, Dr. (laughs) Robert, I tell you, brother, you got some stuff in. I got my notebook out, my pen out. I, I just love it. And Brother Tetmos, he calls in, and other people, man. I, yeah. I just tell you, brother. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, and I'm just saying thank you, my brother. Yes, thank I appreciate you, 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 man. Hold up. Thank you. Yes, hold up. Yes, indeed. Hold up. Thank you. Hold up. Bear. I just love it. I, I gotta say. I love it. Oh, I'm a man. You and me both, Bear, but I, you know, I would be lying if I said that I was comfortable with being called doctor. I know mm-hmm. people want to give me that, but I'm just well, not. That's what it is. That's yeah, okay. I know. I'm you just. Comfortable. You know. We don't. We we gave it to you, 
And uh, this comes yeah. from your people. This ain't come from yeah. the other people. This comes from well, your was, people. So it really have a a real personal meaning uh, to yeah. this doctor's degree that we gave you. Absolutely, Bev. And that's why I accept it. Otherwise, you know, I couldn't, you know, let's go to the next call. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, uh, Carla. <laughs> thank you so much. We appreciate you for listening. Uh, four, Absolutely. Four, four, five, three. Four, oh, four. Hey, Shalom, family. Happy New Year, y'all. y'all happy happy New Year, West. The best right. in the West. <laughs> hey, I ain't got no damn degree, man. I appreciate to get to get through the glass <laughs> door behind me. I come through the glass door. <laughs> Boy, I get shot. I, I don't have any either, West. Yes, sir. And time. It's on my side. Yes, it is. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. See, I, that right. song will be in you know my what? head for the next three weeks. You know what, man? I I kind I'm kind of glad I didn't I, I didn't get all the way brainwashed to these white folks' miseducation. You know what I'm saying, man? I, I got two years mm-hmm. of college and I left. I walked out. I walked out, man. I was playing football and walked out. Got to, I saw the game. But hey, so I got three ways. Yes, sir. And I'm like my man Eddie, man. Everything, like everything I see is the damn life. For instance, that word you said, dogma, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you spell dogma backwards. What you got? You got oh, am God. Am God. Am God. Yep. Am God. Yep. There you go. So yep. I say that to say this. Every damn thing them crackers done told us has been a damn lie up the fuck side down. <laughs> <laughs> so every word they tell me, I flip it, man. Oh wow, man! That's pretty much. That's pretty much how you find out what's going on. You have to turn yeah, everything yeah. upside down. Got to turn it around. Like, yeah, I, they flip it. I, like I told y'all, I, when they had that last eclipse on August seventeenth, what they say? Don't look at the sun. It was that light. Don't look at the sun. I looked in the sun. Yep. Right? Looked in it, and ever since then, hey, hey like I got an extra, extra charge. And, and, and Is that you right? Yes, sir. When you said something about the sperm in the egg, I saw a video. Mm-hmm. When, the, when the sperm hit the egg, it was, a, mm-hmm. it was a, like a spark of light. It was a spark of light. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm let, let me talk, tell you man. something, Wes. Let me tell you something about that. When I yes, first sir. came across that kind of information, I didn't see it written anywhere. It was basically a conclusion that I came to, okay? But since that, since we came up with that determination that that's what the process was, I've seen it in more than one, one place. It's the same way with the, when we termed this move towards the lesbians as being the essence of the feminine energy, we called them the fake feminine, Okay. Didn't see that anywhere until we put it out there. And then all of a sudden, I saw it in other places. I even read one article entitled The Fake Feminine on this program. So it's just amazing, man, some of the things, uh, conclusions that we've come to based on research that we've done. We've taken it kind of to another different level, and it's just amazing the computers are such that People will pick up on those things, go and do the research for themselves, 
and then propagate uh, those conclusions even more. That's You're the right, one bro. thing that I'm I'm thankful for with the computers, because it allows right. anybody to go and expand on things that have already been started. Go ahead, brother. If, uh, if somebody uh, got a smart ass phone in their hand, it's stupid as hell. That's because they want to be, man. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that's right. And the ones with these, like you just said, more and more vibration hitting the planet. I mean. If, uh, my man that was just talking, Professor, more and yeah. more stuff going to bust him upside the head. You know what I'm saying? Once you yep. uh, uh, get that third eye open up, oh, man, you can I see all kind of stuff, man. And, and going to this Jackson Small Act, man, you was right on the money, man. Because somebody was sent me a whole bunch of information. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they got a picture of him, uh, of Jackson standing next to Obama, but I'm green, so they might have been doing something. You know what I'm talking about? Wow. It's a wow, I knew he was connected. They standing right next together, man. Dude sent me the daddy. Sent me that, man. I said, what the hell? Then he sent me Jewish. So he's half, man. So he, he, he plugged in with the folk, man. He half Jewish, man. And you know something, Wes? That seems to be part of a common theme as well with these black people who seem to be connected to the Jewish people by birth. I mean, I mean this article is out the Israel press, man, when the thing works out. So out of the Israel, the two Africans got arrested. And the actor that's black and play on uh, Empire, black and Jewish. They they make sure they emphasize that word Jewish, man. Right. I tried to send it to you, but I'm trying to send it to you. uh, Yeah, uh, please, man. (laughs) If if, if I can send it to you, man. Then I'll read something uh, that's Zero Heads, man. I love Zero Heads. They can have something about people, them white folks in in Europe and Mm -hmm. England and, and Switzerland and all that. Guess what they do? They took a poll, and, and, and one third of them say they tired of government. They rather have a robot run their government, man. Now I did see that. I saw the headline, but I didn't have a chance to even read it. Well, it's a short article. It ain't too long, but it's, it's actually saying that them folks say they rather have a, a robot run their government. I can't hardly blame them, man. And we, we probably already got robots clones anyway. Well, I tell them they better. Be- they better be careful what they wish for. Yeah, cause I, the way I look at it, man, them, this, uh, the congressional black caucus on got to be some damn close, man. <laughs> you know be, what? Man. See, I had that guy's name that I mentioned last night, this black guy. His name is Hakeem something. Mm-hmm. Hakeem I, I can't remember. Hakeem Jeffries. I don't know where he's from, sure. but he looks he like a cartoon know, character. He's from New York? Yeah, he's from New York. He's the nephew of Leonard Jeffries. The nephew. Unbelievable. Yeah, man. Let me tell you something, Wes. Let me tell you something, Wes. See, this is the problem that I had with Bob Law and some of the brothers from New York. Because I'm telling them, why are y'all depending on electoral politics for anything? 
And we used to go back and forth. And they really don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to this stuff. Okay? But I'm still shocked to this day that these people, these conscious black people, two things, Wes. They so caught up in, in educational attainment there as opposed go. to as opposed to learning, period. Learn, period. That's right. Okay? And the other man, thing, you, yeah, I'm just interested in learning, man, as much as yeah, I can while I'm here and just passing it on to people, okay? That's and it, the bro. other thing, the other thing is their reliance on a political designations that basically define right. them. I right. I still to this day do not understand how these brilliant brothers and sisters would allow themselves to get caught up in any of it. I don't understand it. Well, see, most of them they like that meritorious manumission. So whatever the white man doing, and then they get, get two or three of them, get them two or three biscuits and some a piece of chicken, and they think they all that. <laughs> but I'm, West, I'm most that's all. See, it's all about, it, I knew damn shit when I was coming up, like Eddie, man. I knew all this stuff was a lie. Even like all right. these little fake up holidays and stuff, I wasn't feeling right. I wasn't feeling I said, this stuff ain't right. I mean, it just didn't feel right. I, on time, I did like them holidays to eat, time Christmas and Thanksgiving to eat with my family. Right. But far as the way the white folks put these holidays, like uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, they flipped it and they, they was killing them twice people. So, I mean, everything, yep. and like I say, what do you think about this group called, uh, I think we talked about it, called ADS? So I spell them backwards, A-D-O-S. I spell it backwards. They ain't number soda, okay? <laughs> you want my honest opinion, man? Since, I, right, since, so I, moved, since I moved away from the whole uh, reparations movement in the 80s, I haven't looked back. Uh, and I could personally, it's just my own personal opinion. I understand that other people uh, want to uh, be acknowledged in terms of reparations. <clears throat> I, I'm really ambivalent about it. I really don't care. It it doesn't. Well, see, like I said, it's all about karma, man. If you if yeah, you know what's wrong? You go to the universe, don't go get you just what you deserve anyway, man. Okay, exactly. And see, like y'all say. On my father's side, it's Blackfoot Indian, and on my mama's side, my my grandma was a Seminole. Okay. Oh, and I know what I was going to say earlier, Wes. When the other brother was on the line, it it should be logical for two enslaved people, right? Uh, the um, uh, Native Americans, the Indians, and the Africans. It should be uh, uh, just like today. Where do most of the Hispanics get uh, housed when they come to this country? Uh, down in the South, eh? Yeah, or in black neighborhoods. In the black neighborhoods. In the proximity of black people. Well, I can envision that back during those times that the Native Americans who were incurring the wrath of white people just like us were pretty much uh, housed in recent proximity to each other. So right. naturally, there's going to be a lot of mixing. And I know when they had the Indian Wars, the black, the slaves were 
was so-called running away too. So naturally, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's the way it wrote. That's the way the, uh, the law of the universe. That's the way water thick is on level. And that is correct. Uh, and see, with these tribes from Israel, them Spanish, I, I forget, I think they're from uh, uh, Ichiwa, the tribe of Ichiwa. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what they are. And so, but uh, like you said, uh, the universe, we're going to get uh, uh, what the karma got, okay? It, uh, it, that's the way it rolls, man. And with this new energy coming on the planet, Bro, they can't stop it. They can't stop this, okay? I don't give a damn. They spray 30 folks at me. The ones that just get the lightning don't get it, and the ones that's not. Uh, and see, and you know how it goes. The sun shine on everybody. And so the that's one right. who's spraying going to get a good guff of this, and they gonna, them reptiles, they're trying to block the sunlight because they, uh, they reptiles. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I can guarantee. We drinking at the same cup on this one, Wes, because I can guarantee you, uh, I've seen it my own self. Those people who have who have uh, ingratiated themselves to the information that we've been able to put out there, I've watched them grow. Okay, I I give everybody one, and he'll tell you. Okay, has been called into this program for quite a, a couple of years now. All right, right, and uh, that's Brother Derek. He'll tell yourself. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's why, uh, see, I, that's why I think the most high for Dr. Blair, man. So, see, I, yep. I know once you get that high vibration, you can ride above them chemtrails, man. You can literally, that's what I do, man. When they first started messing with me and hitting me upside the head with that bop gun, then I got right. information. You raise your frequency, raise your vibration, raise your frequency. Okay, for every problem, the universe going to give you a solution. It's all question and answer. That's, That's right. Question to answer. Okay. You That's right. Then you, you got I shut my damn mouth and listen, and the answer come to me. It take me a while That's to right. pray over. I'm getting ready to do something, particularly I like this money thing. But I'm going to bless y'all with in a few. Once I get mine, I see it like you say, information. I share it. Okay. That's I, right. I always whatever information I get, I don't hold it because if you hold it in, if you hold your hand closed. You can't get nothing in it. See, that's what these Negroes be messing up. Want to hold on to stuff and be constipated and don't don't let the uh, the universe create that vacuum because that vacuum will always be filled. All right? Let me tell you something, Wes. I love, I absolutely love quoting from an article, seeing yeah. the expression on the people in the audience. And then yeah. handing out that article, you can literally see the power from the information as I hand out the article to the people and they take a look at it, you can literally see them becoming empowered. And so that's That's what happens when you raise their frequency. You don't have to tell them everything to do, everything to say. You don't have to tell them nothing because they'll begin to tune in on their own. And that's why you always hear me say, I don't have one single follower in all of these years. And that's, that's I'm true. most, I'm more proud of that than anything I've ever done. I don't have one follower, not one. Now he, bro, and that's the way to be, man. Because that's what all how they tricking everybody when they talking about follow me, follow that, follow that, and hell, I ain't gonna go follow these ghosts over the cliff. Okay, that's right. And I'm like you, man. I don't like to be no, uh, be nobody following me. I like being an undercover brother. I get the information, 
and keep it moving. That is. That's, that's right. Do, man. That's, <laughs> these will work for me. That's what work for me. And like you say, these Negroes, if you get you give them something where they can read and see, and I give them something where they can Google it or, or where they can read it. Because they would, 90% of them, now the white man tell them something, they'll eat it up. Like a fish going after a damn worm. But then mm-hmm. for not, me, I, I, I believe what my brother and sister prayed for. I believe what a cracker say anyway. All right? That's just the way I am. But anyway, I don't want to take up too much time. You're going to be on tomorrow, right? No, sir. No. Uh, I, I'll be on tomorrow. I, I'll be on right. tomorrow. Right. Uh, and I'll right. probably be listening. I have Dr. Herb uh, Boyd tomorrow. His name Boyd? B-O-Y-D. Herb Boyd. Herb Boyd. Uh, yeah. Yeah. B-O-Y-D. He's, uh, he's, I think his book is about the Black Panther or something. He's from the... Yeah, he might be some kidding to me then. That's my uh, slave name. Okay, okay. Boy. Yeah. That's right. Sure will. Okay, okay, well. Send everybody listen to that sound, man. That's the only way to get through this. You got to listen to these hurts, man. Start at 5 to an 8 and go higher and higher. So you be walking around. They can't touch you, you, man. When When I listen to that. Hey, they can't touch me, bro. I'm going to figure out how to dog on. I'm already walking on water. Y'all know we walking on water, right? <laughs> I, I do too, Wes, when it rains. <laughs> no, you, you you walking on water. You're no, with the water, bro. Right. I, I'm right. just playing with and you, Wes. We walking on water. Already. That's right. And we the water. And we swimming in a sea of, of ether. That's that right. is correct. That's right. And we know that's water. And you know what my, my mission is, man? It's beginning to happen when, when I start thinking of something. I can I can project what I want the outcome, and it's all about the intent. Man. If you live it right, you can think of something, and it, and it comes through. Uh, uh, say something, especially if you're thinking something good. Your thoughts, you can make stuff happen. Now that's what that's what I'm learning to do, man. You tapping into your alchemy. That's what it's about. Wow, that means I got a wife on the horizon. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got one. I'm they ain't attached already. <laughs> no, they, man. They gonna start. They gonna start talking about me in a minute. So thank you, Wes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I let somebody talk. Know y'all family. Okay. Rise up, raise, raise your vibration. Hotel, okay, brother Wes. Hotel. All right. Okay. Let's go here. Um. Eight four three six ten. Shoot, that brother who was on. Good evening, good evening. How's everybody? Good evening, Eddie. The hotel, brother Eddie. That brother that was on before West, boy, he act like he was doing his presidential address, man. Like he, this is the <laughs> last time he gonna be on. He got it all in, all of it. Ooh, I, am I gonna get to say hello and good night? <laughs> no, you know what that is, Eddie? That's that new car smell. <laughs> you got to get used well, to it, you know? Yeah, so once yeah, he gets right. used to calling, he'll probably be much more succinct, okay? But he said a lot, and it was all relevant. I say that. Oh, man. Yeah, man. He had every planet in our universe, in our solar system, yep. man. He had them all. And he absolutely right, brother. You... Earned 
your status, man. Because you done Come on, man. time you want. You earned your status, man. Ain't no rules, dog, none of that foolishness. We gonna make you know you lose what your mind. Come on, his... DMX. Come on, DMX. I'll go make you <laughs> lose my mind. <laughs> Come in here. Come in here. <laughs> but you know what happens, Eddie? Here, here's what happens with that. This is why I've kind of, you know, I ain't never accepted no awards. One brother got mad, extremely hot at me because I wouldn't come and accept no award. You know, I just don't, I don't see the need for why we in as much trouble as we in. But what happens is people, other people who do the same thing I do, they get upset, brother. Mm -hmm. You know, because of the ego thing. So that's why, that's one of the reasons why. I ain't got no promotion, okay, outside of this particular program. You won't hear me or see me to any degree outside of this radio program unless I'm somewhere speaking around here in Chicago. I ain't got no whole lot of this or no whole lot of that. That's by design. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Show them that your relevance cannot be wrapped up, nor should it ever be measured in a level of materialism. I, that's the whole point of all of this because yes, I've indeed. noticed that the consciousness has now become predicated on how much money you got commerciality exactly it, now I'm into this something. alchemy thing and it's telling me nothing could be further from the truth and me and some brothers were talking about that today. The Emerald Tablet, Universal Laws. I mean, you you basically hit every damn bullseye tonight, man. Exactly some of the things we are talking about, and some as usually what you do, you know. And uh, it's it's right on point. Even the, even the Bible, even the Morris Science, with you know everything you talked about about Spain and Europe. It really trips me out, man, how people don't realize. If you look at the map of Africa, mm-hmm. you go down the street, not up the street, and your ass is in right. Europe because right. the zero point is the equator. That's why yep. the ley lines go from the equator across, you know. And That's right. It's just it's just funny. Just like um, the Nag Hammadi, it was found right over there in the same place. Yeah, well, probably. I, I don't know if they want to say Anunnaki or whatever, where so-called Jesus and all of those things take place as far as in the Bible. But just like what the brother said, uh, Horace Butler said all of that stuff took place in the Americas. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where they got that word. They call them Moors because they say mooring. Mooring symbolizes traveling and not found your location yet. Right. You know, that's another term that's right. for more. From the Moors, mooring is to travel, just like in Mason. I, you know, there was a there was a young brother in the audience Sunday who was a Moor. We had a hell of a nice conversation on what's going on inside the Moor Science Temple, and I was pointing out to him there was another brother who's a Moor as well. So we had two Moors. The one of them is closer to me. He don't wear the red fares or anything, but he's been a Moor. For a long, long time, okay? And what was interesting was he was giving the other young brother who had the fairs on a walk through history because he's older on the Moore Science Temple and what went on with them. And I could only chime in with 
uh, the fact that the Moors today uh, are doing the same thing that Elijah Muhammad did back in the 50s. They have been recruiting in the prisons for years now, and it has caused their numbers to grow. That's the same thing that Elijah Muhammad did back in the 50s. So it's like everywhere I go, everywhere I see, everything I see, everything I look at, history is recycling itself. It's repeating itself. And if it ain't repeating, it's certainly rhyming. Hey, I'm going to uh, go back to what we were just speaking on when I was knowing how the brother came in and how um, you gained your halo by demonstrating. That's another reason why these things are taking place because people are seeking, but the ones who are trying to sit in those high towers are making all of these true sciences fashion, just like alchemy yep. and metaphysics. All of these things go hand in hand with elevation. You know? But, this is but true. There's a lot of brothers and sisters who use these things, just like reverence, they use high information to control the people. Yep. You know? It's a beautiful day, bro. Man, it's going to get better. Yes, Bev, I'm going to yield. You're right, because I'm going to yield. But but thank you all. Thank you, definitely. I salute thank you, you both. Eddie. Appreciate we you, appreciate brother Eddie. You. We salute you, man. Yes, sir. We all Hotel. want. Oh, yes. No doubt. Okay, I'm trying to. <clears throat> let's see if I can get two five six six seven nine two five six. Six seven nine. Okay, I think you went to sleep on us. All right, let's see. Four four three eight one three. What's going on, sister? What's going on, brother? <laughs> oh, okay, man, you you coming in man. laughing, man? What you got for us? <laughs> man, I'm just gonna make this real short and sweet. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna go. I gotta go to Westworld real quick. I got I gotta take it to Brother okay. West. I gotta give him something. Uh, uh, man, I checked out the solar flares that he was talking about, and it's a uh, it's a website you can check out. It's called uh, spaceweatherlive.com, and then it show you everything on the Kimona uh, ejection and all this other stuff that happened a couple of days ago, and it's, it's one coming in like a, uh, another two days. So I want to appreciate him with that, um, brother yeah, Eddie. Put, put the name of that site again. Oh, I apologize, brother. It's spaceweatherlive.com. And they'll, okay. and they'll give you uh, the projection of the sonar. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. The uh, the, solar, the solar flares. It actually gotcha. showed the sun, a, a live feed, and everything. And you can see, and they give you a whole bunch of descriptions on the magnetic field of the Earth when it hits, what area and what region. It's very interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's very yeah. interesting. But, but I, I don't want to talk about that. I want, I want to get on Eddie real quick because he was talking about the the lines and how everything was uh, connected, and it was crazy. Because mm-hmm. I want you to check your e- I want you to check your email when you get off, brother. And uh, okay. the brother call the brother call Monk. He gets into all that. I had mentioned it to you last time. I just wanted you to check it out because it's going to relate into alchemy. It's definitely going to get into alchemy. He just deals with the um, all the structures on the earth and the ley lines on the earth. And it was crazy how y'all was just talking about it. And I just wanted to tell you to check your email. And I'm going to make it short. And I just wanted to say, like, man, I missed a brother that used to call in who passed. What was his name? He used to call in for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
No, you don't miss him, brother. I miss Clyde fiercely, man. But trust me, you know he's listening. I don't know what made me thought about him, brother. When the brother came in from Virginia, I, I thought it was him for a second. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? So I just had to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm going to just leave it at that, brother. But definitely check out that. Uh, just check out the first five minutes when you can. I know you're busy. You got a lot of stuff going on. But I just want to see what you what you think about it. And also look at the comments uh, when you finish. I'll make sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, yes. didn't I send you that email on the uh, on the shooting? Man, I've been passing it out to everybody, man. You still got it? Yeah, I still got it. You want me to send it back to you? No, yeah, because guess what happened? What? The next day, brother, it was gone because I tried to send it to Wes. And it was gone. I'm going to send it to you right now while I'm on the phone. Okay, and I'll make sure I I send it to Wes tonight. Because right, I, I wanted people to see it, and then I told them to watch, you know, Hardcore Henry first, and then watch right. it and see what they came up with. Because you know they, you know, they coming up with all this other stuff. Oh, one last thing. Uh, mm-hmm. See what they doing uh, in the news about these, these this measles outbreak. They making it mandatory that unvaccinated children can't be in public places. I'm real curious. Did you speak on that earlier? Because I missed the first half an hour of the no, show. No, I didn't. But uh, if that was me. Uh, I would keep my children out of the schools, <clears throat> and I would do some research on the measles and the the recent outbreaks within the last ten years, and I right. would shove it in their face to show them what's the cause of all these outbreaks, and then tell them that this is why Trump wants to close the border because they already know that many of the outbreaks yeah. of these uh, diseases. Uh, and you would think, brother, that it's killing children all over the planet. Yeah, measles. Are, yeah, measles are uh, as chicken pox. Uh, we, I remember as a kid, <clears throat> I was praying to get the measles or the chicken pox. Cause again, you get automatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> and I never got anything. And another one that uh, that they're bringing over here too is the influenza flu. That's an epidemic. No, I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't oh. aware of that one. Go oh, ahead, my brother. That's what I, I just sent. You, I just sent the email back to you, brother. Um, okay. That's what I wanted to say. The brother in uh, Virginia, when he was talking about. Um, Casinos, uh, they just came out. I don't know if people know, they just came out with an article. Well, it was on the news that uh, the company, when people send their DNA off to see, you know, the ancestry.com, mm-hmm. it was turning into a biological weapon and everything. So, I would tell people, um, really be careful about, you know, collectively uh, 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 explaining your, your heritage to these people just for monetary gain. If you understand what I'm saying, I'm not saying don't do yeah. it. I'm just saying be, be mindful because now they have an entire record. Because what they're right. doing is, um, I had some family members used to work for the census, you know, every ten years or whatever, and mm-hmm. they're still trying to acquire everybody's uh, lineage in their family outside of medical records and everything. So just, you know, just be mindful on who you send out. That's the purpose of having family reunions, so you wouldn't have to go to. Uh, I'm just going to say a third party to find out who you are. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Just get, right. get with your elders and your and, family. And if you don't, go ahead, sis. And how you know they that they're not lying to you? They could tell you anything, and that's what I believe they're doing. And that's what I'm saying. You know, just be careful about, you know, just, you know, to 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 get in that aspect, be talking about, I'm just going to use what the brother was saying about building casinos, and I'm not being negative about it. But, I mean, you know, these people allow you to build something, then they'll come take it. You, you, know, what, you know what I mean? Regardless yeah. of whatever you're trying to say, you know, if if you're too dark, they're going to take it from you. Or if you're too, um, if you're just too, too popular, they'll take it from you. Cause that's what that's just what they do, but you know until you learn how to defend yourself on a whole different avenue financially with the corporations like you was talking about that I really don't want to talk about. But you understand you need to learn how to defend your stuff when you go public on that avenue. You do it privately, it ain't nothing they can do. It's nothing they can bring, yeah. bring forth. You understand? Yeah. But I just as long as they, as long as they're observing their own laws, the only problem right. is. They running over their own laws like they don't even exist, man. That's how that, that's how that little homosexual got off today. I ain't never seen that yeah. before, man. Oh, what happened? I, I, ain't, I ain't even catch it today. Oh, they let him go. The the little juicy Smolak. They dropped oh, all on. the charges, brother. And the only thing they did was made him forfeit his bond. That's it. No Check this out. They even said that uh, when they dropped the charges, that his penalty b- would be commensurate with the community service that he's already done. Now, here's the deal. The, the community service was for something else. It had nothing to do with this crime. So I've never heard is, of anything like that. So my question is, what was else going on in the background that we wasn't paying attention to because we was looking at that? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So anytime they, they put something like that out, which is real pointless, just like you said, you can't believe they did it. That means they was doing something else behind the scenes. You, you understand well, what I'm I can saying? tell you this. Yes, yes, sir. I can tell you this. Uh, uh, I don't think it's going to go over real well with a lot of people, okay? Because he got busted uh, point blank. Uh, and what they said was he came on and said that uh, he stand by what he said on the words of his mother. Wow. I mean, this faggot put his mother as if somehow I swear on my mama. Okay. That's pretty much what he was saying and that he told the truth. He still Running around out here lying. But it's like I always say, the fact that he's a male and thinks he's a female is the height of contradiction. So when you see further contradictions coming out these homosexuals, I don't care if they're men or women, it's all logical because their entire life is a contradiction. Lying ain't nothing for them. It's, it's more than that, bro. I believe it's a form of mental illness. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, and, and <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep it light, sister. Please forgive me, but you know, people like that, you know, they they need to be dealt with on a certain level. I'm just gonna be honest, man. They just need to be dealt with because that type of 
it's it's the ignorance that's contagious. You know what I'm saying? And like you said earlier, um, if children were born now, by the year 230, they would be implemented. A lot of them would have been, uh, you know, uh, uh, LGBT. And you're right, but it's only right. the minds that they, they, they gravel towards. And once again, if, if, if somebody's mentally ill on that level, they need to be dealt with. I mean, what, what do they do in the animal kingdom when, you know, they have a, a mentally ill animal in their in in clan or whatever? They, they get rid of them. Well, you know, it's, it's no accident that that used to be classified as a mental illness. And right. see, I can live with uh, lesbians and homosexuals doing their thing or whatever they want to do. Now, uh, my, again, my concern is when you start forcing it on everybody else to accept it as a part of the norm. No, live your life the way you want to live it, okay? Uh, but don't right. mandate it for me to have to change everything in my life to accommodate your life. That's not been done for any other group of people under any other circumstances in this country. And as a black man, I'm saying point blank. They didn't change the entire culture in this country to accommodate black people, okay? They changing everything to accommodate these homosexuals and lesbians, and that's totally out of order. And that's what we have, no order. That's exactly what we have. That's right. But see, then that, that just goes right back to creating this whole new a cultural Brand construct that's with the with the Baphomet being a god. Okay, this is this is something totally different. That's what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Well, I'm gonna speak to you in the private because I don't know if the sister, sister got somebody else. But man, okay, I gotta I gotta I'm, ask you one last question before we go. Did you ever watch Childhood's End? No, I didn't, brother. No, no, okay. but you know what? That's, I will, I will watch that's your thing. I got six hours. Got okay. you. Excellent. And the only thing I'm going to say is, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, my brother. No question about it. I, I love you. Thank I you. Love you, brother. love you, my brother. Love you. Thank love you. Love you, family. Peace. Thank you. Love you. Hotel. Peace. Love. Um, okay, I'm going to try to squeeze 804-304. Oh, I already did. Yeah, three stop. Yeah, but, okay. uh, but, but I wanted to say Go one ahead. thing. Uh, the brother okay. made reference to Brother Clyde. He made brother. Yeah. He made reference yeah. to Brother Clyde. You know what? Yeah, he, he that's the way. Like that's the way the universe works. Because I had Brother Clyde on my mind when I listened to you last week, and that's and I said to myself, I said, you know, that's who I really miss. I miss the insight. And the information that Brother Clyde brought to the program, and I'll tell yes. you, for the fact that the brother would even bring him up and mention his name, and I'm sitting here listening to it, and remember, I'm saying, like, you know, I just have to call back and just to let let you know that, <laughs> yes, like, uh, brother, brother Robert, you're right, Brother Clyde is still with us. He's with us in presence because we spoke That's his right. name, and... Uh, and uh, I'm just—that's all I had to say. Is that he's right on point. Yes, and man, that was right on like point, that. my brother. Well, he sounds like. And that. let me ask you: Did you yeah. ever get the opportunity to meet him? No, I didn't. I sure didn't. 
You heard the term gentle giant? Yes. That's Clyde. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's all he, I can say. He was a true gentle giant. And I don't want to use the word gentleman, but yes, sir. you couldn't be in his presence and not respect him. I just put it like that. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that's yes, a sir. tribute to him tonight. The fact that, uh, that that brother would bring that up. I just felt like I had to, I had to call back and, uh, and just give my respect in, in regards to just the idea of who he was and what he meant uh, yes, to the sir. many listeners who heard his voice. And so, you know, thank you. And I'm going to get out of the way because I know that there are other people. I appreciate you, my brother. Just want to say that. Yes, indeed. Thank you. And I can't, I can't think of a better way to close out the program, Bear. Yes, yes. And, and tell the people again where uh, you're going to be on April the 1st. I'll be at Olive Harvey College on April the 1st. I don't have the time or anything in front of me, but if you go okay. come back to Truth to Power tomorrow during the week, uh, Bev will post it up uh, on her Facebook page. So uh, okay. you can get the information on where I'll be. I'll make sure I send it to you tomorrow, Bev. And what is uh, your information so people can send you some donations? Yeah, and you can contact me at MCC. You can contact me at MCCRAYR9599 at yahoo.com and let me answer some of these other hundred and some emails I got up here. I've been able to get to. All right, well, Dr. Robert X. (laughs) I can't say enough how we appreciate that you are really opening our minds here and keeping us, our eyes open, and we really appreciate you taking the time and your energy and giving it to us. So we really honor and appreciate you. Well, I honor and appreciate you, Sister Bev, and the Truth to Power family. They make it all possible. Well, much love and hotep until next week. I can't wait to sit in class. I have my, my pencil and paper, and it feels like I'm going to class. I'm here on my <laughs> Me <day>. too, man. <laughs> hotep, sister, man. Hotep family. Um, hotep. Hotep family. And I'll be back tomorrow at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Much love. Let's start with hope I threw it in the middle like a skipping stone A ripple's one, son of a gun Some would not have thought so But I stand here, commander-in-chief And I take that serious